And then I was doing uh, someone's uh, celebrity talk show, like a young lady who's a singer. I like the way you can't talk about anybody you relate to. I don't know how to describe Kelly Clarkson. A hundred percent. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. <laughs> I don't know how to start with Tom's not here. I'll start. I'll start. Uh, we, we've started. We've started. All right. Welcome to Bears One Cave. It's a pleasure. Two really, Bears One Cave. Thank you for inviting me. I no. really do. I love it when I come in. I've not been here since I was sick on with COVID. When you told uh, me, uh, when you, uh, no, when you, oh my God, that's when, the last time we did something together. When no, I saw you at your award ceremony, but uh, the last time we did something together was this, and you told me I could spit in your mouth, and the next day I was sick with COVID. And and I said I was indestructible. Remember that? It I seems like, like it. I was seems like, like you can't it. kill me. And and then you you said to me on the phone, well, it looks like we'll be testing that Mickey Mantle gene out, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Get yourself tested for COVID. I'm pretty sick. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, yeah. that was that. That is, God, that was I not can't good. We still have fucking COVID around. It's so exhausting. It's exhausting, and I feel right now we're in the middle. We're sort of in this surge, right peak of it. People are starting to lose their shit again. You noticed? Yeah. I, I literally somebody got in my face in New York, and then social media is getting sort of nastier and weirder. I, people are they're losing their shit. It's it uh, it's. I mean, I did a show at the Hollywood Improv last night, yeah. And you had to have a vaccination card to get in. Uh, I have. I here's the thing: is obviously I'm vaccinated, and I feel comfortable. I feel more comfortable there, but because I, you're vaccinated, because I'm vaccinated, but yeah. I also feel like that's a. I don't know. I'm fucking. I I wish I had like legit. St- like stand your ground policies, but I don't. I'm kind of like oh, no. I think it's listen. The 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 worst thing you could be right now. The most li- the highest probability of you being wrong. Yeah, is you being certain. Yeah. In other words, if you're certain of what's going on, oh, COVID, what you should take, not take, you're gonna you high probability you're gonna end up wrong. This thing highly unpredictable. Certain therapeutics we don't know. We're gonna find out. It's still a moving ball rolling downhill. We we don't know. All right. And so be reasonable is what I'm asking for. Let's people. talk about Rogan then. Let's talk about Rogan because because. I, it's so it's so interesting to see all the media outlets almost rooting for him to get sick. Not just rooting for him to get sick. I've seen lots of explicit wishes for him to die of it. This is the world we are in right now. Is. That is that is disgusting. It is disgusting that people feel out their liberty to go, hey, you're a sick person. I hope you die of that illness. I don't care what it is. That's disgusting. I haven't seen people hoping for sickness since when Donald Trump got it. It, it happened to me too. Uh, they, they, I remember I, when you yeah. got it and I remember when you, obviously we just talked about that. I remember when you got it and then people being like, Oh, so I guess it's not the common cold drew right. or, or, Oh, going to trips to Mexico, which was four months earlier, three months yeah. earlier had nothing to do with how I got it. It's, got it from the hospital. It sucks so bad. Cause I, Obviously, Rogan's one of my best friends. I, I love that guy. You need to help me with him because I'm a huge fan of his, and he's got some sort of weird heart on for me. Joseph, I, Joseph, I, 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 I were, we were friendly years ago, and well, the of, best the best part about the best part about Joe coming out with COVID and saying all his treatment therapies, and then yeah. and then is the best part is I go, oh, cool. So you guys finally know my friend. 
<laughs> this is the guy I've been friends with for fucking 10 years. Yeah. This is who he is. Yeah. My dad's like, do you hear what he's on? And I was like, yeah, that tracks. Yeah, me yeah, too. Like that, tracks. By the way, and, and that's by the Joe way, Rogan. And, and by the way, <laughs> tracks with the way he thinks sort of, I don't want to say it other than, than this, scientifically. Yeah. That's it, what he thinks. Like, we don't know about this. I'll try it. I he's don't the care. guy that, I mean, I don't, I don't want to give away too much of his, of his, of his secret sauce, but he's the guy that has spent almost a full month at three uh three atmosphere atmospheres yeah. under yes. the sea yes. in a in a in a hyperbaric chamber yes. because it's it's with oxygen and like he is that canary in the mine for all of that but i would argue that he is very thoughtful and knowledgeable about he's the stuff not, he's doing yeah, he's so not, so everything he took by the way i sign off on everything really i have no, not only do i not i was i was like Good uh, and interesting idea with the NAD infusion. I was like, that's a great idea. Well, NAD NAD infusions is, I just got, so I got fucking hammered the other night. Like I'm talking hammered and I've had diarrhea for seven days hammered. Like the kind of hammered where you can't see past your knees yeah, and you're yeah. just like, okay, all right. This, and I got, I got a, um, and we were, I was during go big, big, go big show in Macon. And I got a, uh, IV and I bounced right back. And IV of NAD? Uh, no, I didn't. But the woman giving it to me goes, "Have you ever had the NAD infusion?" And I said, "No." She goes, "It's a two-hour drip." But I'm telling you, you will feel fucking amazing. It's crazy. It is. We don't even really know why, but it does work. What? I, I, I take nicotinamide riboside, which is an oral version of that. And I and there's also nicotinamide mononucleotide that's also looking good. These things reverse maybe delay aging. Well, it, that, I've I first heard about it from. Um, female celebrity comics. If you know who I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, same one that uses a little of the uh, peptides. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, she got me and yeah. she was like, She's you right. need to get on it. Yeah. And then I heard, I heard Rogan was like, yeah, 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 I have them come over. They do, we do a drip every now and then. I thought, for some reason, I thought they blew it up your nose. No, 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 no. no. I don't know why. And then I was doing uh, someone's uh, celebrity talk show, like a young lady who's a singer. I like the way you can't talk about anybody you relate to. I don't know how to describe Kelly Clarkson. Oh, and okay, go ahead. And she she swears by it. Gwen Stefani yeah. was okay, like, so, I, like so, all these people are like, oh yeah, it, you feel fucking so, awesome. So here's it: we don't know the long term effects on it. It's not really been studied. I mean, you talk about EUA and emergency approvals, and yeah. this really isn't fully fully approved yet. So we don't fully know the extent, but it's looking really really good. Number one, and then number two. Um, just the idea that people are doing all these crazy things is a little concerning, right? Because it's yeah. not properly been studied. But I sign off. Listen, when you're sick like that, I sign off what he did. First of all, remember when I was sick, I kept talking about the monoclonal antibodies. And I, I got him on day five, prevented me from going to the hospital. He got him on day one. Super smart. Super smart. Signed off on that completely. He took a anti-helminthic medication for roundworms. By the way, the, this medicine begins with an I. Yeah, uh, Alan Iverson. Rhymes with pectin. We can't say it because YouTube will put us in jail if we even say the word. Think about that. That's cool. And it's a medicine. That's really cool. Thanks, it, YouTube. It's a medicine I have prescribed for years. Really? Oh, oh, oh you guys are going to love this. I, I used to... <laughs> it's already burst to treat. Please so, say Steven Adler. <laughs> so when I was... So when I was uh, a resident, we there was an El Salvadorian civil war going on at the time. We had lots of people coming up from Central America and, and Mexico, and we saw it. Now prepare yourself. Images: Ascaris lumbricoides. We saw lots of Ascaris lumbricoides. Never, I will eat my flip flop if that comes up. Oh yeah, of course. There oh, it is. Shut up. How yeah. do you do that? Oh, and they get the like images. Be, images. Like and there it is. That's Ascaris. People came were shitting that all oh, over the place. I'm not eating all, anything. All the time. <laughs> 
all the time. Well, why are they shitting that? Because that that worldwide, that's one of the leading uh, worm infections, and it's it gets into your 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 GI system. And we would use this medication and also something called mebendazole, and it worked great. It never never harmed anybody. And really? And I took it when I was sick because I, thought, man, I did really, almost exactly what Joe did. I took steroids, I took I, uh, the eye medicine, and I took uh, monoclonal antibody. Now, I am not convinced that this medicine that I've used for years yeah. really does anything. I, I don't think so. I think once we have real antiviral medicine, this whole thing will just go away. Yeah. But is, isn't, you like that? That's insane. Yeah. Now, wait, so. You don't realize that we don't have real shit here in this country compared to elsewhere. No. Man. Oh, by the way, don't even get me. We'll talk about China in a second. Okay, okay, okay. The, the, that, huh. so that's insane. So, but what, what, what's crazy is that this virus has become, has become politicized. Which not just the virus, but the treatments and how doctors behave. It's it's bizarre. And, and my, what's in, and you're either and here's the thing you because Rogan didn't get vaccinated. I think he didn't get vaccinated, right? I was guessing, and he took some treatments that were not considered approved or were questionable. That makes him right. Does that make him on the right side or left side? Why does that even mean anything? That's so weird, isn't it? Uh, well, our part, we are. You know what's By the way, you got to get me on the show. I, I am dying to go on the show. I, I'm such a fan of his, and, I, and I've just been out of touch for like 10 years or 15 years. And I think he thinks, I think his beloved weed is some is like a, a, a problem I, or something. I think back in the day, I think that was what he thought, but I don't think he thinks that now. Like, he can't. I mean, because no one thinks that weed's the, the gateway drug that it, we thought well, it was. Well, it, it works. It's different. It's not what he thinks I think it is. It's just I had people that were addicted to it and had trouble getting off. And there's only a certain percentage of people that get that. Yeah. And it was awful. It was Eric hard Roberts. Give Eric Roberts Eric as well. Roberts is such a talented actor. Oh, my God, isn't he? He is so fucking yeah. good. Yeah. Wait, he, I just got a message from Eric Roberts. Is that maybe it was a dream? Oh, I've been confusing dreams in real life a lot lately. Is that bad? <laughs> yeah, I'd say so. Really? Yeah. I mean, reality testing off. I mean, what the hell? There's Eric, Eric. Roberts is such a good fucking actor. Yeah. But so so yeah. But it's crazy that like I remember when I got vaccinated, I I I would I didn't I wouldn't tell people I gotten vaccinated. You wouldn't tell people you got vaccinated. Why? I wouldn't tell. I didn't. I wasn't comfortable sharing that. Why? I don't know. I just didn't want to tell people I got vaccinated because I felt like it was a privilege thing. What? Because I was... Was that I, before it was widely distributed? No. It was before I went to Serbia, though. Well, I was going to say, the only reason I... I you know, Here's what Joe can now uh, look forward to. Broad immunity sustained probably over time. Probably. Yeah. And in about nine months, he might think about Johnson & Johnson because I took that, and it looks like that's probably your best bet after I, having had COVID. I took Joe Johnson. Yeah. I, was, I wouldn't even tell people what I took. Like I didn't want, I didn't want to tell because I thought that would be politicized. And it then, would sure be. Enough, and then sure enough, you I, you would be sitting there and they go, "What what did you get? Moderna?" And I go, "No, Johnson and Johnson." And they go, "Oh, I mean, incredible." I I I I, 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 I want to get the Johnson and Johnson booster. I do too. When can you get? How, how I don't know. I'll let you know when it comes around. I'm I, fucking it, ready for that. Yeah. But I I was uncomfortable sharing any of that information with people because I just felt like it wasn't their business. Like it was like a private thing. Well, it is. It always has been. And I all a, of a sudden, that it, it's all of a sudden, it's the world's knowledge, and it has a political import. I have a buddy who's Oof. a big anti-vax. Tom Segura, you know him. And, uh, <laughs> is he anti-vax? He's hardcore anti-vax. Oh, oh no kidding. Oh, what about Christina? Yeah, yeah, oh but, my god! Like, like really? Jenny McCarthy and well, her uh, talk about it all the time. About this vaccine, or she all anti-vax? Oh, they're anti-vax across the measles, mumps, uh, smallpox. I know they're pediatrician. Uh, the, the, She's not anti-vax. The the black plague. The 
No, I don't know if they're fucking anti. Tom's anti-vax about he. About Tom, this Tom, Tom hasn't gotten vaccinated, but he still has antibodies. So he's like, I'm not going to get fucking vaccinated, yeah, but right. I got antibodies. That's right. Well, he, there's I can I yeah, they should talk about. I'm it. joking. There's, Tom is an anti-vax. Everybody. There's a guy. This is cause a shit show for Tom. He's like, real cool, Bert. <laughs> this would be. I, I just I, called you fat. That, <laughs> Wait, actually, that's a good thing. Tom is an anti-vaxxer, everybody. <laughs> Let's give Tom a taste of his own medicine if he'd take it. You know what I mean? So I, 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 literally, I literally know their pediatrician. And I'm like, how could yeah, no. Yeah, no way. So, okay. Um, but and, they both have still have really strong antibodies. We, yeah, but, but the test that's commercially available is no good. I, I got to get them a special test. I'll, I'll, it's called an Attitick score that really no, gives I think the, he went, I, actually, it was before his surgery. He had yeah. that second surgery. I think he went and tested him at the yeah. hospital. They don't have the test there. They don't okay. have it. Yeah. It's so, so he has antibodies. It's, it's, that's a yes, no thing. It's not, is he covered? I'd have a hard time. I'll be very honest with you. I'd have a hard time getting vaxxed if I had had COVID and had antibodies. That's me. And, and My and antibodies are off the chain too. But you can't move. Here's what's fucked up. You can't move around without it. Like I couldn't go into a restaurant in New York without yeah. the thing. I, I, by the way, you have, an, I like, you have a card? I have a card. And more importantly, I have this. I don't have like shit. Look at this. I, I have threw a that Q away. QR code. Oh, hold on. You Do threw I... away your card? Yeah, I didn't know you needed it. You're gonna need. You got to it. apply at Health Vaughn. It's an LA County thing. You got, on, did you get it, an LA? Does this work? Hang on. Is this work? You need to apply for this. What about thing? this? That's my barcode for the email they sent me. I think that's good. Let me see. Yep. I think you're good. Yep, California gave you this. All right, yeah. good, good for you. Keep, take a picture of it. I right, have it. I have it saved on my phone right thing. now. Yeah, and so I. Uh, huh. But I did. I I got the card. I just threw it away. I didn't know you needed to keep it. Well, you did that now is what you need. So you're fine. It's, they can get another one with that. I was like, you expect me to keep this piece of paper? I know it's weird. I was like, are, are you being serious? Like, what world are we living in that all of a sudden we're going back to paper trails? N not only paper, but paper that you can get your hands on those forms easily. They're yeah. really easy to get your hands on, and so. I, I don't understand that. But but they're giving QR codes out, and that's good. And they, but the point is, I was in New York last week, and I had to show my QR code to get in a restaurant. They, they did that at the Hollywood Improv last yeah. night, and I felt comfortable. No, I, with I'm glad they're right. doing it. I'm it upset that it creates a, an ostracized group. I, I, I don't too. like that's, that. That's how I feel. Yeah. I'm, not good at I'm not good when it comes to political things or saying my opinions, because I don't really know Same. how I feel. Uh. And I know that whatever my knee-jerk reaction is the wrong one. Uh. Like... Like I go, you should let that be a rule for life for you. <laughs> so, I have shut my mouth so much on fucking topics. Right. It's funny. I look at like I, 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 I one. I remember one time I, uh, I didn't drink. Right, uh, we were at a kid's part birthday party. It was like fucking eight in the morning, and a bunch of the dads brought. We're all hungover, and they brought a thing of Jack Daniels, and they were just passing around in the backyard, laughing hysterically. Now that normally is my fucking jam. Like, I love that shit. I love that shit. You love morning JD? I, oh, I love getting drunk when you're not supposed to and oh. you didn't see it coming and all of a sudden it's getting greenlit and there's a finite amount of it <laughs> so everyone's racing to finish it like it's a pizza. <laughs> oh, but I had, to I, was, I had to drive somewhere that day oh, and I don't drink and drive yeah. ever. And so I didn't. I just didn't. And the dads were bummed. They were like, oh, come on. We thought you'd definitely be into this. And I was like, I would, but I got to drive. So I ended up in the kitchen. I ended up in the kitchen with all the moms and they were they found out the dads were drinking and one of the dads has had a, had a real problem drinking. Oh. And and with pills. That's that good. And and I got to sit in the room for the first time where righteousness, self-righteousness was where they're like he has a fucking problem. 
And they're like, yeah, we need to do something about him. Right, Bert? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and, and it felt so good. It almost felt better than alcohol to be self-righteous. But, but and I thought, I thought, you watch these Twitter mobs come after people. And there are certain sides of the fence that they can say no wrong. They yeah. can do nothing wrong. And I, it must be so much fun to have your politics be like, I don't care if I'm wrong. Because I'm righteous. I'm, I'm righteous. And I know that my side, like, and, and by the way, it's on both sides. Like you have Hollywood elites saying stuff like, you know, dox this person, this person voted for Trump. And then you have the other side go, of going like, going like uh, abortion forever or wh whatever. I don't know. Yeah, I'm I get, we get you. You know what I'm saying? But, but here's the thing. Humans have done this forever. We call it religion. I mean, think about it. We are. We just used a different language. We talked about sin as opposed to Trump. You know, yeah. MAGA. We talked about the the elect rather than Democrats and Republicans. It's a f effing new religion, and it, we need to watch out. You know, religious wars get fought. You know what I mean? It's crazy. Dude, you look at when you look at like the t like I, I I just made a conscious decision to when I had a question to then investigate that question. And try to solve all my answers. So then I, my question was, who gives a fuck if the Taliban takes over Afghanistan? I'm never vacationing in Afghanistan. Sure. Like, I will never go there. I, I don't care. I don't know anyone. I actually don't know anyone who's Just Afghanistan. Just don't tweet that. Right? Just so, don't tweet it. Yeah, right. So then I, but I'm sitting laying in bed trying to write a joke about it. Everything always stems to like, how can I write a joke about it, right? So I'm like writing the joke. And then I go, actually, I don't know anything about the Taliban. Like, I actually know nothing about the Taliban. And then I go, and I know even less about Afghanistan. Like I don't even know where it I, is. I, I, know I don't is. even know where it is. And I go, it's got it's got to be in the Middle East or Africa or something. And then I'm like, wait, I don't know anything about this one place. And then I find out it's next door to Pakistan. Correct. And I go, I did a speech on Pakistan when I was in eighth grade and ninth grade, and I whimmed. I just was like, I just kept. It was like the worst speech I've ever done in my <laughs> life. Five minute speech, and I was like, holy shit, I don't know where Pakistan is. And then I was like, it's next and to India. So then, and so yeah, and so then I start researching uh -oh. the Taliban okay. and why and what is wrong with what it was. And then as you do just a little bit, you're like, I can't believe I was going to tell people nothing's wrong with the Taliban. <laughs> <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, like these fucking guys are animals. Like, they're not, they're, they're not only like, they're like the worst type of human being you could ever have, yeah. right? Yeah. Very little education. Like, Maybe a first grade reading level. Like Maybe. we're talking about first graders with big dicks and and beards. A, a friend of mine was in the Army Rangers and was working with them, trying to teach them to get, trying to create an Army force. He said they couldn't sign their names. Yeah. They oh, it, it, was, it was this X. I said there. Someone called them a dirt farmer, and someone goes, "That's actually a step up from what they are. Oof. Like they're they don't. They, and and probably, by the way, this is military. This is a military <laughs> guy that I was talking to, and he goes, "Man, I've been I've been in Afghanistan." Yeah. He goes, it was, he goes, it was like a losing battle. And then I found out how the Taliban started. The Taliban started because of the Mujahideen. Mm. And the Mujahideen, Russia, back in the day, here's what's amazing. Mm. This is what's amazing. So I'm, I'm about to make the statement, fuck Afghanistan. Right. I don't know anything about Afghanistan. Right. Yeah. And then I find out in 1960, Afghanistan was one of the most progressive places. And, and beautiful. And beautiful. And developed. Yeah. And developed. And women had rights. Yes. And they could fucking ride bikes in the street yeah, they an and they didn't have to show their face. Yeah. They had an economy. They had a king who said, who said, here's the deal. In order for my country to grow, I need to let the people of my country run my country. I need to let them grow. So I'm going to 
first king in history. I'm going to pull back my power mm -hmm. and give it to the people. Mm -hmm. So now I'm just like a head of state. Like you, I'm just like a figurehead. I want you guys to do that. And it took fucking off. Mm -hmm. And it was amazing. And then the big problem was they played Russia and United States against each other. Mm -hmm. All their kids could go to the United States and get educations. And all their soldiers were getting trained, could get free training in Russia. Yeah. And it was the Cold War really fucked them. And then Russia invaded. And then... And then, and Russia was fucking animals to yeah. Afghanistan. I mean, just horrific. Yeah. And and that started this religious fervor, which Taliban was all those kids whose dads were in the Mujahideen. Were, they went to. Here's the other thing that I learned: Brit, the fucking line for Afghanistan and Pakistan is just some British guy that went ah. That oh will yeah. Do. Oh yeah. I didn't realize that. A like, lot I'm of like, Middle East is that way. All of the Middle yeah. East, <laughs> and they only did it that way to split up tribal people just so that they could get control them better. And I'm like, shut the fuck. So then you hear things about white people being bad. I'm like, oh, it's starting to crack. <laughs> no, yeah. Churchill, I mean, Churchill was involved with that. Churchill just, yeah. just eh, those yeah. guys look a lot alike. Let's yeah. cut them in half. It's fucking crazy. And then, and then you go from like, from <laughs> writing a st stupid joke in bed, These going, guys fuck, look a lot alike. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so, <laughs> and so, and then, and then all of a sudden you're like, you're like, oh shit, man. How how would you fix that? I don't. There's no way to fix it now. I mean, you know what's happening to me, by the way. It makes me think of this whole religious stuff. I've lost friends over this, and people I really like, like, uh, and then they, and then they, and I don't even know why. I don't know what it is I've said or done, and I, I would happily make an amends or or, or adjust my position yeah. if I said something that is offensive. I was just thinking about Kathy Griffin, and Kathy's been through a tough thing lately. You know, she had her lung removed she for cancer. Removed? For cancer, yeah. I didn't know she had her lung removed. She had a lobectomy, yeah. And uh, wow, that's I thought okay. And, and I she had a lot of feelings about Afghanistan, and she's not been talking about it lately. I sort of it's sort of odd because she was the one that first alerted me just exactly what you're talking about. And uh, Dave Don Greer is another one, he was like a dear, I consider him a good friend. He will not, he just gives, he just rags on me on Twitter constantly. It's weird. Rogan was, Rogan was kind of another one, Wait, I, and I don't why, know what, what, what would what, what was Kathy Griffin's stance on Afghanistan. She, particularly, she was upset about how they treated women. I mean, oh she my just god! They, by the way, they yeah. their treatment of women is is atrocious. Yeah. I mean, there is a law right now; women can get beaten up in the streets yeah. if they are showing their face, or if they're riding a bike, mm -hmm. or if they're doing anything that music seems, music yeah, is outlawed. Music's music. outlawed. Pets are outlawed. You can't have a fucking pet. They're going around killing dogs just because you had a dog, and 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 then and. There was a guy that was rose to power for a period of time, and the reason that he did is he started this like clique of him and his friends throwing acid in the faces of any woman showing their face. If a woman gets raped in Afghanistan, it's her fault. It's her fault. Yeah, it's her fucking fault. That's. I mean, I don't know. I like you're going to become politically active, but, but I'm not. But see, that's the other thing is I don't ever want to like. I, it's so nice when you don't know shit. And you, <laughs> it's just it's just to be like. To be yeah. clueless, like, yeah. Just to be clueless and be yeah. like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I guess everyone's having a hard yeah, time. Somebody else, that. somebody else, take care of yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm not going to waste my time thinking about Afghanistan. And then hey, all of a sudden, I, you learn something. I, you go, and now I can't stop thinking about. Yeah, the people I'm going to tell you that we could use a dose of minding our own business or keeping things local at least. Yeah, because <clears throat> we're so busy on the international. We we don't really take care of what. I mean, I mean our homeless situation is fucking. It, it's insane. It's it's insane to me that we have 150,000 people living on the streets in the greater LA area. And we have. I heard Austin's worse. I hear it's bad. I heard Austin. Tom it, said he really regrets moving there. That he wished he had never followed Joe 
and he wished he had gotten vaccinated. And Tom, well, he said that privately. You don't put that on the show. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, look, I, Nadav, that's a joke Nadav didn't laugh at because someone just signed a lease. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so we, you know, we have no water, we have no electricity, and we have carbon going to the atmosphere with forest fires because of lack of forestry management that exceeds decades of of car carbon production. Automobile carbons can't even keep up with what's going on with the forest fires. That, it's, so, it's such a mess. I'm, anyway, I, I, we're good. Wait, let's, let's, let's talk about cheating. Let's talk about cheating. Let's talk about it. Jesus. Yeah. What's going on? Hey, by the way, before we do, uh, we're, we're signed off on Rogan. You cool? You understand? Any questions about that? What he did was exactly right. And not just right, but but kind of intriguing in that he added the NAD and all that stuff to yeah. it. I, I, if I had access to that, if I get sick again, I would think about that. Uh, yeah, I don't... I. I I, I honestly, I, I, I care less about his <laughs> medical regimen because I go, that's Joe. It's always been Joe, and Joe's gonna. Joe does what he does. So, he does his own research. Yeah. He knows what he, he asks a million questions. Yeah. He, I told, I waited a conversation one time. I said, you are the most inquisitive person I know. You're yes. the most curious, curious, yeah, in, individual I know. That's what makes him a great. Talker and that's what host. makes yeah. him a great. He, he yeah. genuinely is yeah. curious about things, and I. I think that's my thing is I want to be more curious about stuff. You're curious. But you're good. <clears throat> I'm curious about fucking weird stuff. Like, yeah, that's true. Like f f my curiosity is not super healthy. If, if you saw what I, my recent YouTube searches, you'd be like, like I got really curious about caviar the other night. <laughs> Why? I, I don't know. I just thought <laughs> I haven't had enough caviar in my life. And so I was like, I need to get more caviar. And then I was oh like, hey, God. I don't know anything about caviar. And then I started researching caviar. And then I was like, I need some fucking caviar. <laughs> Next thing you know, $1,000 later, I bought a bunch of caviar to get delivered to the house. and then What kind? How'd you decide? I just bought it all, Drew. Oh. I, I'm fucking... I, so you have and, a spending problem, too. I, went, I had... Oh, dude. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when I heard that Mint Mobile wireless plans are just $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan, I thought, what's... The catch, but after talking to them, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. Just ask Niana that works here. I mean, she's thrilled with her Mint Mobile savings. Mint Mobile is here to rescue you with premium wireless plans for just 15 bucks a month. Say bye-bye to your overpriced wireless plans, jaw-dropping monthly bills and unexpected overages. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash bears. That's mintmobile.com slash B-E-A-R-S. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash bears. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Whether you hydrate to live or live to hydrate, Liquid IV quenches your thirst faster than water alone. With three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink, plus eight vitamins and nutrients for everyday wellness, all in a single sugar-free stick. I got into the sugar-free sticks, and I was one of those people who was like, oh, is this going to taste horrible now? I actually think it tastes better than any uh, a sports drink that has sugar. It's incredible, and you get hydrated in such an amazing way. I take them with me everywhere. One stick of liquid IV and 16 ounces of water hydrates better than water alone. It has three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink. Liquid IV contains no artificial sweeteners plus zero sugar in the sugar-free version. It has 
eight vitamins and nutrients and is non-GMO and free from gluten, dairy, and soy. However you hydrate, grab your liquid IV hydration multiplier, sugar-free in bulk nationwide at Costco or get 20% off when you first order. When you go to liquidiv.com and use the code CAVE at checkout, that's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code CAVE at liquidiv.com. I How does I live with you? How does he live with me? I don't know. You're I, such a lucky dude. You're beyond lucky. I don't know. Why? I don't know if I'm lucky. Why? Why? You're lucky she that posted, she, puts she posted a, a picture on her Instagram of, of it's glass half full mentality. Okay. She posted a picture on her Instagram of me and her when we were dating when we were younger. I saw it. And I was like. It was a funny, it was a great picture. And it was a great picture. And yeah. I, my glass half full brain there it is. was like, was like, Oh my God. Like, she's like, look how young we were. And I was like, young. And I was like, fucking Jesus Christ. You were, that's, you don't even look like that person anymore. Oh, wait, tell about yourself or her? Uh, who do you, who, which one makes it less offensive? <laughs> oh my God. I mean, that's, a, shit, I mean, I, that, it's insane. You that, look like, you look like, I look like I grew into my mouth. Yeah, you're like, you, you're right. Your head got a lot bigger. My, I'm, uh, I don't know what that's all about, but you, your head got bigger, you got fatter. She yeah. was hot then. She's hot now. I mean, she's hot yeah. now. She's okay. Like, but that was that was a fucking smoke show. Like that was the fucking. And then I just go, oh, so it's just downhill from here. Like I get. When do you get When do you get comfortable just getting old and going? That's it. Never because because it start it starts your brain going. Oh, what's ahead? That's where your brain immediately goes. Like oh shit, what's seventy? What's See, and that's where I start going. Like, like, I don't know. I just don't want like do, is. It is Talk to clear. Joe. You'll get you some infusions to push the aging back. Well, that's what I'm. That's what I'm thinking. Like, yeah. is it is it crazy for me to start saying to Leanne, like, "Yo, let's start finding things to do to make us look young again." Like, because I, when you start looking in the mirror and you see, like, for me, I have like a, I have all these sunspots from growing up in Florida. Yeah, yeah. That I go, oh, this is like, I go through hair and makeup now for the first time in my life. I go through hair and makeup, and I'm like, my eyes are fucking bloated. My, I have sunspots all over my head. I've got like right. fucking darkness, like yeah, yeah. sun damage all on my forehead. My hair is thinning. And then I start going, okay, is there something wrong with me wanting to run back the clock and get hair transplants? And no, do like, a, do like all appeal, appeal, appeal and get my skin done and, and go on steroids. And, and like, and, and I'll tell you what, this really fucked me up. I'm sure. This is the first time that I've ever felt one foot in the grave. I've done so much dangerous stuff. Yeah. So much dangerous stuff. I, I I can't even vocalize how often I've put my life on the line or my well-being on the line and just got away with it. Yes. Meaning got in the van at the end of the day, had a beer, just, and was like, that was a close call. Just the bear story. Just just the bear story. Swimming in with great white. Like, you look at that kid, Poopies, who got his hand bit in the jackass thing, yeah. and he's not, he's like trying to regain mobility in his hand, and you go, you're not, it's not supposed to happen for jackass. They all get away safe. Mm-hmm. And so this was the first thing where I was like, where I was like, oh man, I'm especially when it was painful after surgery. That's when you start thinking about that stuff. So what, what you kind of have to do is prepare for sixty, right? That's kind oh of what you God. have to do. Why? Why is that? So Jesus Christ! I'm why? preparing for fifty. No, I think you got to go a little <laughs> bit further downstream, and and, and the, that meaning, of what I'm thinking about is, huh? What is? How old are you now? 
48. Yeah. So what's 12 more years of alcohol going to do to me? Because I don't know. Well, like, I'm just saying, if you want to actually prepare for it. That's what my cardiologist said, is he goes, it doesn't end well with alcohol. Right. Like, you may not die from it. You may be fine He's with right. it. But he goes, we all know how this book ends. Yeah. And and there's ways to moderate it so you don't get all the physical effects. You, and yeah. you could do the injectables and get your hair. So, but you don't want to look like you're trying to be 30 that i don't that, that wanna, is i don't want to look like that you, you just want what i think you think in terms of how can i look my best and feel my best the longest because eventually it just a shit falls apart yeah so you when you're yeah. 75 80 it's just all over and you just oh, let it go God. but how do you get to your 60s being kind of okay and a lot of it is diet and exercise a lot of it is i well i, I can't really exercise i can, can walk run on the tread i can't run they're not letting me run yet you can bike i can't i can't bike because of this, mm. I can't do anything. You can do the incline bikes, you know. I could. I will, yeah, if, if I'm. Or how about a stairmaster? Talk about prepare for sixty. Stairmaster, dude, I'm trying to get you in the right I'm zone. A, I can get on a treadmill at an incline of like I can get, do an incline, but stairmaster to the stairs. I, I, my thing right now is I want to change. I really want to. I want to overhaul my diet. Meaning, I yeah. But if you keep drinking, that is rearranging deck chairs on the Titanic, as we say. Okay. Yeah, but the Titanic's gonna sink, so <laughs> might as well make sure we have deck chairs. Okay. Like, uh, touche, l- sir. Listen, listen, <laughs> listen. Let me tell you something. If you're on the Titanic and you don't know it's sinking, and you see no deck chairs, you're like something's wrong. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but you. if you see deck chairs, you're like this isn't gonna sink. So you don't want to care. All right. All right. I want to look at life going. It's not gonna end. Are you all kidding me? Right. Um. Yeah. We were talking about cheating, and I go, I could not, I could not cheat, even a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like meaning, any bit of it because if I do, wheels are off and I'm done and I'm so so everything. So so, so <laughs> and and part of being on YMH is like committing and t- exposing everything and yeah. So so I'll share with you. I feel exactly the same way. Okay. Uh, in in that it's something about if the plane gets passed, then many planes should. What difference to make? Yeah. Once you pass the pain, you're, it's just you're past your pain. You've done that. You've done it. You're yeah. you're in that zone where you do that. I, I don't think women feel the same way at all, at really? all. No, they, they're more mean? like trying to get their needs met, and or maybe there's something exciting about. It's just they, they, for them, it could be definitely a momentary thing. I was thinking today but, on the ride here, for Leanne, it would be like we're this. We're going through this thing right now. Uh-oh. I don't know if she'd be entirely comfortable with me sharing this. All right, so you will. We're uh, we had a talk about it last night about because this we built a new house and I had nothing to do with it because I was in Serbia and we moved in and I was. Oh, you in the surgery. new house now? What's that? You in the new house now? Uh, yeah, we are. We're you're, in you're it. You're still 100% in the valley, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Why did you stay in the valley? That was the most confusing thing to me. I don't know. Okay. Leanne likes being around our friends. Okay. okay. And so, um, so we. I, I I wasn't privy to a lot of the decisions made. Yeah. So certain things always sound like an accusation to her and so a lot of times our judgment or judgment judgment, and a lot of times our her response to me on on simply anything is a defensive why did you put a door here oh you don't like my doors you don't like you (laughs) don't like what i've done where were you when i was making the decisions you could have been part of the decision you do you don't you didn't get a vote here because i had to make the decision what was the one today i said it was i i wanted to remember it to talk about it but i was like I came in and I I said something about, hey, do we, wh- where am I, where am I, where's my wallet? And she goes, how how would I know where your wallet is? And it, and I was like, whoa, I, I was like, I'm just asking your, yeah. st- and so I was like, hey, we got to stop talking to each other like that because I think she, she would cheat on me if she could be around a guy 
that didn't accuse her all the time. Like where if she just was like, hey, it's so funny. I haven't felt accused of anything in like in like a week. What else do you I like her being on? around this guy <laughs> simply because he says, how are you feeling today? Yeah, yeah. In other words, she needs somebody that would take care of her and not have any needs of his own. And I think, and I think I have been, I've been which is, this. by the way, when you're cheating, the easiest thing in the world to do, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. It's it's so nice to think of, like, it's, I have been in need of a, a lot of help mm-hmm. for everything. Like mm-hmm. today, she goes. So when we get done, what we're gonna do is we're gonna move the firewood back here. We're gonna set it up here. And I was like, I can't help you. She was like why what are you doing and i was like i can't lift anything she was like oh oh that's right and then she was like we're going to red rocks i'm at red rocks this sunday by the way or this wednesday it's sold out i sold out hey, red congratulations rocks. yeah thank you i was and very, i can't wait to see that arm up I'm on very, the stage. i'm very proud about, they're not going to see you they're just going to see the brace i know they've got the fucking i got the razzle dazzle coming that's incredible yeah i got i it's well <laughs> it started done. as a joke and then <laughs> and then all of a sudden i couldn't stop laughing at it and i was like fucking i'm bringing the oh, i'm yeah. bringing the razzle dazzle arm oh hell yeah i'll turn it on and off throughout the show <laughs> make it a, make it a special you're event. gonna have to turn it off so people pay attention can i tell you can i can i can we pivot on this cheating thing can well, I we're tell going you back to it but go, go ahead. back to cheating can i tell you something that i i have i've been having a hard time with mm. is um so i saw red rocks and then all my you know my team's like hey we want to make an announcement that you sold out red rocks i think the announcements just went up on I'm sure it just went up on Instagram right now. But I was like, I was like, it's weird. There's this weird thing going on in, in comedy right now that I'm a hardcore part of, but I don't know how I feel about. Like uh, where it's like taking pictures of a sold out room and taking pictures in front of a sold out audience or doing a video to show everyone you sold out. Where I, Ari and I were talking about it and it's less about the comedy and more about the propaganda the cult of personality of of who i am as a comic i'm not following uh it's not gonna make sense because i like to see you in front of a big crowd when when tom pictures that stuff i go, oh my god look at him it's a stadium it's awesome yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I, i'm excited for you guys when but I i'm see afraid that. i'm always afraid i don't know this is gonna come out weird and i wish i could say a name i wish i wish i had a name i'll yeah. say a name you ready okay because i think this guy would be comfortable i'm saying names that i think would be comfortable with me saying them okay someone like who's a friend of Tom and I's, who's a pretty real guy. I'm certain at times he's, I, I would never want me standing in front of a sold out audience and like my arms up in victory. Like, yes, I like understand that. for That's him different. to be, for him to take a reflection on his career and then be like, he feels shitty now. Like, oh, so, so you're like worried the about other your com- peers. I'm worried about, about your my peers. peers. Okay, I get it. I'm not worried about. No, I get that. I, I don't think yeah. the average. You fan- know, it's funny. I don't think about that because I don't think about comedians. Because, you guys are all together. I was, a lot. I was on the other side of that for yeah, so long. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was yeah. on the other side okay. of that for so long. What about what about you? Like Tom does a lot of stuff in front of an empty stadium and stuff. What about that? Is that still it's, it's too a, much? That's that's all right. Then don't do it. That's, that's taking fine. a picture of the shadow of how big your dick is. It's like we all know that he wouldn't take that video if there's a look. The the thing is. There's nothing wrong with it. I'm not criticizing I, Tom I, I because I've done it. I've done it. Everyone knows as a fan, I've done it I love a ton. It. I love it. As a fan, I love it. But then I started thinking, am I doing am I am I affecting how my peers may feel about themselves? Yes. Because not everyone yeah, gets an opportunity. Like they wanted me to do this promo video about selling out Red Rocks. And I I ended up doing some, a, a version of it because it, I am very proud that I sold out Red Rocks because I wasn't supposed to sell out Red Rocks. And but I I wanted the messaging to be, if anybody, if I can do it, anybody can do it. Yeah, because yeah, because that is good. the truth. Is good. is when you know when when this deal came through, it was initially me and Jim Jeffries were supposed to do it together, but um, and then, and then Jim 
rescheduled. I couldn't do it. His schedule yeah. didn't open up for him to do it. And they said, hey, man, we've got this night. We don't know if um, if if you want to try to pair with someone else or do you want to try to do it by yourself? And I kept thinking to myself, and this is the, the part where I want my peers to hear, is I was like, if it may be obnoxious, but with enough promotion, with enough videos of me saying Red Rock September 8th, Jimmy Buffett's there the night before, the night after, I'm going to go see Jimmy Buffett the night after, enough of that messaging, it would get to 10,000 people that would then buy tickets and then I could sell it out. And I said, and there were people like, dude, get enough. We get it about, even the people on Go Big Show, enough. We enough get it. Red Rock, yeah. But I thought, no, that's how this works. You don't ever want someone, you don't want September 9th, the day you're leaving Red Rocks, to get a text and go, when are you coming to Colorado? And so many comics complain about that, mm. that I wanted it to be that. And then, and, then, and then I just felt guilty even saying I sold out Red Rocks. So I'm like, I don't want. I, I, I don't it. know who I'm. Who am I sharing that to? The people that bought tickets don't give a fuck, right? Right. And and this is, by the way, this is my he, OCD it's, it's, brain. It's for it's your people wanting to do it for the industry. Blah, 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 it's blah, the blah, industry, yeah. and then I go, and then I, I get self conscious because I've done so much of it. Mm. I've I've posted videos of me and pictures of me, mm. and I, and and by the way, I enjoy those also because it makes you feel good inside mm -hmm. that you worked hard and you sold the tickets mm -hmm. and you and you moved. You do two shows that at the beacon and you're like this is a an achievement mm -hmm. but it's it's really interesting and i wonder i was wondering from like a psychological standpoint if i'm uh, like like a fucking melting down and you know what i don't know because i'm like i'm I, I'm, starting, I'm starting to you're, see you're, everything you're fine too much from the inside Does no you're sense? fine no you're fine you're a sensitive person you're empathic you're worrying about other people that you you're, you're actually putting yourself in those people's position because you have been there and you don't want to do that to them Seems perfectly reasonable to me. Yeah. And the industry has its own needs. You'll fucking figure other, other things out. Yeah. You know, Jim, I was thinking about Jim. Uh, Jim's a friend. Yeah. And um, do you know what his original training was in? Oh, in I, college? I, no, I, I, let me guess, though. Okay. Because I, there are a hundred different uniforms I can see Jim wearing in life. Not this one. Really? Probably not. It's, it, to me, when I first heard it, I was like, really? It's Wait, so interesting. Uh, prenatal? No, 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 what? no, no. Musical theater. Really? <laughs> yes. And I was thinking, have you seen this new series, Schmigadoon? No. Okay. I, I don't know if I'm going to recommend it to you or not, but it made me think of him constantly. It's uh, People get lost in a musical. It's Cicely Strong, and they, they get yeah. living in a musical, and it's obnoxious. And for some reason, the whole time I was thinking about Jim, and he, they, it's what he did in college and stuff. He's, and see, see he's, he's rearranging the decks on the Titanic. The rearranging the deck chairs on the in terms of his, his life, he still parties. Yes. Yeah. 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 Do you tell him to stop drinking? We've had conversations, but you, but, but, uh, he controls it. Listen, here's the thing. Who do you think me. drinks more, me or Jim Jeffries? You. So, okay. Uh, hold on. <laughs> so, hold on. Hold so, on. So here's the deal. Here's the deal. I have. I am not the guy that's interested in people not partying. Yeah. I want people to party and have a good time. And even if they have a proclivity to lose control, uh -huh. there's different genetics, right? Some genetics are, I love alcohol, but I can control it. Yeah. Some is, alcohol is cool, but when I go, I, I can't stop. And some are both, okay? And you're you're kind of light on both, right? A little light. Uh, like, yeah. Like, yeah I, but, I definitely can, I am definitely someone who can turn it off at the end of yeah. the night. And so, and so I'm interested, I'm not, you know, if you lose control and you can't control it, I can help. Then, then I'm, then I'm yeah. what you need. 
but I'm interested. I'm I am perfectly cool with people figuring out ways to moderate if it's not losing control. My moderation is not the, the is, problem. Is, is your career? That's the problem. Is you're you're branded as the guy that drinks a lot, and you love morning JD with your buddies. I love it. Yeah, and so that's <laughs> and the, the the love it part is the part it's, that you got to watch out for. These guys have seen it in my eyes. I know when you we, when love we it. Have, when we have light like, up when we have a moment where we drink, and I go fuck it, let's just get drunk. It's the funnest time to get drunk. I know. It's the the times that I don't like getting drunk are like twenty first birthday. Like you know the other reason I worry about so much with with you so much. Why I met your parents. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, my dad was so excited to meet you. It, it was fine. Uh, he was so excited to meet you. And they and they know if the gene is there, it's not super evident. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm, I don't worry that you have a huge genetic burden. That's my yeah. I, I, I my my moderation is not the healthiest. Your problem is, is your this career. Your problem is, is is what you do for a living, and you know that we yeah. always talked about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, and, and and it used to be your anxiety around travel and all kind of other stuff. That seems to have kind of settled a little bit, right? It has. Yeah. But okay. Wait, yeah. So let's just say it's settled because I think it, I can see that it's settled. But but you're talking about being sixty and not having bags under your eyes. You got to make some choices as we move forward. But I but I'm not. My moderation is is that I either don't drink at all for three months. That's called that's called abstinence, not moderation. Yeah, I don't have I don't have moderation. I have so abstinence. You're you're bingy. Yeah, I'm bingy in that. The the, the really the the if you, I, I'm looking at I, I can tell you by the way, can I tell you my favorite my favorite beer I've ever had in my life was during quarantine. <laughs> I remember this beer so well. Uh I didn't drink for 3 months and then we went to we were at our new house and and we had had these ice cold beers that uh that were that had been on the tour bus that had someone had given us and my buddy Leanne was that bad. That our friends were coming over, and Leanne's like, uh, "I'm gonna have a beer. You want a beer?" Mm. And I was like, I don't, "I'm not drinking." She was like, "I know, but you can have a beer." And I was like, oh, "I guess I could." And I had two beers, quick. I had two quick cold beers, and they tasted amazing. Mm -hmm. And the buzz hit, and I, I'm, I can tell you every time I quit drinking and I had my first drink, the feelings. I sit and I, and I like poetry, and I go, "Let's feel it." Oh God, it feels so fucking good. <laughs> you want to know? You want this is creepy. This is almost borderline crazy person talk. So we did the first sober October, and I hadn't taken a break from drinking in a while before that. We didn't drink for a month. I felt fucking awesome. I lost a bunch of weight, and it was the first sober October, and I did it. And we went to New Orleans, me and Ari, and we went and we had one drink together. We had our first drink together, and then we like quickly had two more. Before we got onto Bourbon Street, and after the third drink, it kicked in hard, right? And I and I, this is the thought I had. There's a little girl that my friends, my daughters were friends with, who used to dance in the living rooms, like just out of nowhere. She just start dancing. I was like, "What the fuck's wrong with this kid?" She just starts dancing, and I uh, let's just call her Jade, okay? And I go, "Why is Jade dancing? Why? What makes this child dance?" I couldn't, and for the longest time, I said to her parents, your kid just starts dancing. And they're like, yeah, he's a weirdo. And then we were on Bourbon, Bourbon Street, and I my the buzz kicked in. And I started dancing, and I go, I know what makes Jade dance. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking, it's like this tap into, and when you're a kid, it's youthful and you're pure. But when you're an adult and you got so much shit in your you, life. You rarely get the, that. You rarely get that. Yeah. And then the buzz kicked in, and I started dancing on Bourbon Street. <laughs> And I was like, this what? is the greatest like, feeling ever. Like a ballet or what kind Dude, of I remember the first time I ever got a buzz, the first time I ever got a buzz from booze. Alan and me came are drinking in the empty lot behind his house, Natty Lights. And 
his mom, we go to the front of his house and his mom goes back, sees all the beers, collects all the beer cans, comes to the front door. We're talking to girls. We're talking to Alice, uh, Shay. We're talking to all these girls. All, these are all real, real people's names. We're in ninth grade. She goes, boys, inside right now. We go into Alan's kitchen. We sit at the kitchen table. She dumps the beer cans on the thing and I register that I should be scared, but I'm buzzed. And I sit back and I cross my arms and I go, I don't give a fuck. Oh. And I go, oh, this is the best feeling in the world. Uh -oh. And I was like, I've taken all the reality of life, the reality that I will be getting in trouble for this. And I don't care. And I just remember giggling to myself going, I, am, I feel sparkly and I feel great. And I don't I'm not worried about this right so now. This isn't reassuring me for you, number yeah. one. Uh, number two, those of you that wonder why people drink, then when they really like it like that, that's often their experience. They love it. It is love so it. much I don't fun. get that experience. I'm actually kind of jealous that he gets to Well, you that. just drink wine to stain your teeth. You're just like, Ugh. No, like I, just, I drink wine. Like my mom said one time, well, I'm sure there's people that have smoked weed but not don't do it for the buzz. And I go, no one. <laughs> Maybe to sleep. No one, no, but no one smoke doesn't smoke weed for a buzz. For something, yeah, you're doing it for the buzz. You love the taste. No one takes a Tylenol, yeah. just swishes it in their mouth and spits it out. Yeah, yeah. Like you take it. Everything's there for coffee. It's like I don't understand decaf. Give me a surgery update. Ooh, yeah. Um, oh shit. What? I think I fucked up my thing. Yeah. Um, so uh, I just had my first physical therapy yesterday. First? Yeah. Wow, that's a long time after the surgery. Well, I was you were on the road. I was on the I was doing the show uh, and apparently you cannot not everyone takes everyone's prescriptions, so Oh my god. So uh he said to me he's like, "Don't worry about it while you're there. Let's just try to get you to 90 90 degrees mobility." Which you've exceeded. I've I've exceeded yeah. 90 yeah. degrees. Good. And so I and You told everybody how much it hurts and your feelings about the surgery. People, this audience knows about it. Oh no. You want to tell him about it? Yeah, what do you want to know? It wasn't fun. No, no. It was, by the way, it was, uh, I mean, everyone knows that I was I was having horrific panic attacks up until the surgery. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought oh, you were going in kind of good. Oh, no, 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 no. Well, no, Dov, am I being accurate? Am I understating that? Yeah, it, we were all really worried about and my how number, much my number had gotten had. leaked, and so what was happening was you were worried about getting out, being anesthetized. Right? Yeah, yeah, very. I stopped drinking. I talked to you about it. Yeah, yeah. And by the way, my anesthesiologist called me the night before, and he was like, "I was like, I was like, just so you know, I haven't drank in like 14 days," and he was like, "Why?" And I go, "That guy, that guy's an alcoholic." And he goes, <laughs> <laughs> "Because that, I, I don't know who it is. Don't say his name, yeah. but I'm telling you, anesthesiologists have a high proclivity to okay. stuff, and for him to say that is like." False. He told so me, just, he goes, get fucking wasted tonight. Enjoy yourself with your family. Oh my god. Have a fucking have a couple of cocktails. A couple and, of cocktails, fine. And he goes, No, he goes, he goes, don't drink anything after midnight. But yeah, then, but you, you if you had not taken those 14 days off, you could have had withdrawal two days after your surgery. Yeah, well, I yeah. Of you could have kept drinking. Too. I don't have withdrawal from alcohol. You, I don't Yeah, I just you could have. Plus you get all those you get a bunch yeah, of but stuff. I don't drink I don't drink enough to have withdrawal. Like right, like yeah. I, I like I don't, I don't, I've never had yeah. withdrawal. You hear them laughing? Yeah, but then, yeah, <laughs> so, but, but no, I don't shake and I don't go like this. Right, like, right. so like I can just stop drinking and not notice it and sleep okay, well. Okay. So, but I stopped drinking for, and for 14 days and I, and he goes, oh, just have, have fucking cop cocktails. Yeah. He's like, enjoy yourself tonight. You're fine. All right. All right. And so I was, and my number had gotten leaked and a couple of horrific individuals were texting. It's funny. It's funny. This behavior, they started off texting very nice things to me. 
And then I didn't reply the way they wanted replies, where oh, I didn't want to become their best friends. Oh my! And then they started texting very hateful things to me. Oh my god! And it was about my surgery and about my um about my daughters not having. And then that's when I changed my, my daughters what not having a father and how funny that would be and. It's just people with horrific senses of... Isn't, uh, it, just isn't they, that you and Tom talk to each other all the time? No, that's not how Tom and I talk to each other. Okay. But it's, it is how some fans think that think, is... Think that you talk to each other. Yeah, and yeah. And, and you're just like, whatever. Yeah. So I changed my number, yeah. uh, thank God. Mm. And I still have that phone. Hit me up on that number if you want. <laughs> uh, people FaceTime me all the time and I'll just answer it and they'll be wow. like, oh shit! <laughs> and, then, and then all the messages, by the way, all the messages from that, that were on that old number, all the messages were fucking overwhelmingly kind oh, and nice. it was just after surgery and it meant so much to oh, me nice. so thank and, you and everyone. you were suffering after surgery too getting engaged is special for so many reasons you get to plan the perfect proposal celebrate the love you've built so far and look forward to the love you'll build for the rest of your lives the only part that is not so special shopping for an engagement ring if you don't know what you're doing it can be a nightmare that's where bluenile.com comes in blue nile is the original online jeweler since 1999 they've helped millions of couples create their perfect engagement ring with blue nile you can create a bigger more brilliant piece than you can imagine at a price you won't find at a traditional jeweler they are committed to ensuring that the highest ethical standards are observed when sourcing diamonds and jewelry Blue Nile offers 100% satisfaction guaranteed with guaranteed free shipping and returns. Right now, you can get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more with code BEARS at BlueNile.com. That's $50 off with code BEARS at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I uh I had so I I got out of surgery and the nerve block fucked me up like mm-hmm. I I was not comfortable with a nerve block mm-hmm. not feeling my hand mm-hmm. was the scariest thing I've ever fucking dealt with mm-hmm. and the only thing that was giving me uh re- assurance was that Tom has, was going through it also <laughs> and he he had t- and I kept thinking to myself like it sounds super silly, but like Tom's my hero because he I know that he had to do all this shit, bef- and and he had didn't have a leg and right. didn't have an arm, right? And he's gone through another surgery on the arm. I kept yep. going. Tom did all this. Tom did all this. Yep. If Tom can do it, you can do it. Like it's good. And, it's a reasonable. And so it was like he was my like my lighthouse. Yeah. But that nerve block really fucked me up and har- hardcore anxiety attacks and then pain afterwards. And then the and then I was like. I was like, I just want this nerve block to wear off. And I it didn't wear off. They were like, it should be worn off by, in like the next three hours. And I was like, cool. And they're like, three to six. And it, sometimes it lasts 48 hours, but it shouldn't last 48 hours. It should last three to six, tops 12. And at fucking 12 hours, it was still numb. And I was mm-hmm. like, all I could think is, what if they fucked up my nerve? Mm-hmm. And what if this is my forever? Mm-hmm. And I was like, if this is my forever, I, it just, it, I, I was up all night. I couldn't drink. I couldn't take any pills and... I had no feelings, so it wasn't in pain, but I was losing my shit. I mean, like this, all night, just touching it. And then my hand would get hot, 
And then oh, I, w- I fell asleep and it, it fell behind the couch. Ooh. And I was like, what the fuck? Oh. And I was like, oh, shit. Oh. And I was like, Leanne, help me get my arm oh. off. I couldn't move any. All of it was numb. Oh. Um, and then that night, the first night, it started wearing off. And I was like, thank God. I remember twitching my hand like that. And I was like, oh, my God. I, and I realized I don't think. I told Tom, if I do ever get paralyzed, just kill me. Just come kill me because I, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't fight back. I can't. Uh, the road for recovery. I don't. Ha- I don't have that ability in me. Just come in, give me a kiss on the lips, and fucking load me up with drugs and just send me to the other world. I had a kid, Chase uh, Friedman, on my podcast. He's on my podcast right now. Who uh, was a friend of mine, and he got paralyzed from the neck down. Well, it must freak you out even to talk to him. He well, he's been recovering. He's recovered great. You mean he's got his feeling back? He's moving around. He walks. He's oh, like, that's crazy. That's unusual. Yeah. Well. He he said, he said something that was super prolific. They went in for the first surgery. He was partying in Philly. You can listen to the podcast. He gets into details. Partying in Philly. When it, woke up in the bathroom and there were these girls around him going like, "Hey, you got you fell. Like you need to get up." And he's like, "I can't move Oof. anything." And they're Oof. like, "No, you fell." And he was like paralyzed. And they're like, and Oof. then they because I don't know what he said about this. I don't know, but one of the girls wouldn't call 911 because uh, she didn't want to lose everything she'd worked for. Uh, and so we sat there for 45 minutes while they debated on calling 911. Oh, my God. He could have, if it was high enough, he'd stop breathing, too. Yeah. And so then they call 911 uh, and they take him in. They put him into the MRI machine. Mm-hmm. And he's like, it was the worst. He goes, I couldn't move anything, Bert. They have a mask over my face because of COVID, COVID protocol. Ugh. And I guess my, his legs were twitching, oh, yeah. spasming. Yeah. And so they had to, it was like two hours in there. Yeah. And he said something that was so fucking prophetic. He said, when, when I went in for my first surgery to see if they could fuse my neck or whatever, I f- looked at the anesthesiologist and I thought, I hope you don't know what you're doing and you kill me right oh, now. Yeah. And, I, and I, I had never understood that kind of talk yeah. until I had that nerve block on that arm and I went, there is a weird part of your brain when you can't move your hand and you're trying to move your hand that really fucks with certain brains. Your brain. My brain. Yeah. When you go, yeah. move your hand. And I'm like, wait, how do I not know how to move my hand? How come I can't move my hand? Whew, I was a mess. And then when the nerve block started wearing off, all of a sudden, I was loaded with pain. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? And I called you. Yeah. And I was like, can I smoke weed? Because my pain pills did not work right and then they said that they couldn't just switch me off them that's ridiculous i told you that was ridiculous but they were and so smoke the weed if that helps fine what difference does it make if it's an opiate or, or cannabis yeah. I, if that works great they i work. didn't i didn't do it i didn't do it i just didn't i just i just think <laughs> stopped taking pain pills altogether because wow. i was like i was like this is stupid i was like i'm not going to take pain pills and fuck up my liver because i was i don't know what i was on but they were like these are really strong so we got to get you off them soon and i was like i'll just get them off them now like i'm done and but I was in a lot of pain for a few days. Mm-hmm. I called you a couple times, mm-hmm. and I just was like, I want something. You needed something. They were not. Ma- I was not happy with how they were managing your pain at all. I wonder. It's if- this weird thing where you've gone from over prescribing to under prescribing. It's crazy. I literally. I think I was being prescribed like Ugh. Tylenol, like extra yes, strength were Tylenol. At the end there, and that's when you really. I I can't believe you didn't smoke weed. I, why not? If that works, because I because you know because that's my brain. My brain's this weird teetotaler. Mm. Is like I either am partying or I'm not partying. <laughs> You know, like I'm, I'm either gonna do it or not do it. Right. But I can't, I can't straddle the fence and go. I'll just take a couple of hits of weed because I was like, I'll end up drinking. But I, and then, and then, uh, what? I'm just, I, I go ahead, finish. And but it's, 
the recovery has been really good. Like good. It, it, I you feel, look great now. I mean, you've, you've exceeded the ninety degree. I've exceeded ninety degrees. I had my first physical therapy yeah. yesterday. It's good. And right now, it's all about. Well, I start lifting weights in like oh, wow, two great. weeks. Oh my god, that's great. And uh, but yeah, there's weird. It's what's really weird is like uh, I have no definition in this arm anymore. Oh yeah. And I have like I have like big arms. Like I've always had strong arms. I've always grabbed weights and done buys like just as for fun. Yeah. Even when I wasn't working out, I'd always bang out buys. Right. And the other day, I was getting in the shower and I went to wash this arm, <laughs> and it was just flabby. And I was like, oh, I got like a fat chick's arm. <laughs> like. You know, like, like, remember that? Was it something about Mary where Christine oh. Applegate is doing this to her? <laughs> yeah. What's this? What is this? <laughs> it's like when women go, I mean, what is this shit? It's like, that's what my arm is. And I've never had that arm. I've always just had muscle in there. And I was like, I, and that, I think, I think it motivates you to work out when you're done. It, Drew? That's how to me with COVID. I started running. I started doing all kinds of stuff because you're I, so appreciative of having your health. That's what I, I'm, mm. that's the weird part is you mm. become away with super appreciative. Of what picture is that? Yeah, it's you with. Oh, oh that's, that's Photoshop, oh, by the way. Yeah, I mean, really? Or is yeah. it, it's probably not that far off. Is it's it? not that far off. I didn't have to Photoshop it much. <laughs> but but see, like my right arms, oh, I've always had big arms. Yeah, yeah. And then my left arm has just been tiny. And yeah. so, um, but I, my motivation for health is is insane. I mean, like I signed up for the New York City Marathon. I'm like, it's all good, but you you got to deal with the diet and the alcohol. The too. diet is, the diet. The alcohol is so hard. I know, I know. You love it. It's fun. I love it. I mean, <laughs> how do you watch sunsets? Like, how do you, like, I just, I just, I don't think I've had sober sex in fucking forever. I, I, I the, one of the things I was thinking about while you were talking about your arm was somehow I wanted to talk to Leanne about the cheating thing. Uh, let's, Can we call her? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Be, because. Oh, she's in, uh, she's in drop school or her uh, workout class. Oh, so she can't. I don't know. I can try. All right, let's try because I, I was thinking about that that crossing the plane thing and how different women like I won't go to, to a strip club because that's that I same strip club but that's lot. the same thing though that's the same uh, really, in you're a like, weird way I can compartmentalize that yeah <laughs> <laughs> at the last strip club I was at there was a moment the last time I got like a legit legit lap dance there was a moment where I was like okay I think this is actually cheating <laughs> I was like I don't know if you're but allowed isn't, to but you, isn't that oh damn this woman did something to me that I was like, I was like, I don't know. I don't want to go into too much detail, but uh, <laughs> she did something to me that I was like, I was like, no, I'm, I'm pretty certain if, if there weren't genes in yeah. between what's yeah. happening, that this, yeah. <laughs> we would be having sex. Right. Not only that. You... I'm, like, I'm like this. I'm, I'm, if, if I'm going to use this logic, then technically a condom isn't cheating. <laughs> And I was like, "Cause we're just having gene condom right now, so like, I gotta leave." I got up and I walked out. She goes, "Did I do something wrong?" I go, "Nope, not at all." Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. I've, I, I don't know. I think because I grew up in Florida, the like lap dances were you just never confuse them with cheating. Like you never. I, you I just I think more in terms of. Would my partner be happy seeing oh, me oh, do this? Oh, I don't think Leanne knows what goes on in a strip club. Well, like, trust she does me. now. No, 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 no. <laughs> she still doesn't. She's st even what I just described. She'd be like, "Huh?" Oh. So, like, I remember for Christina's bachelor party, um, they got a male stripper, and yeah. and Leanne's called me up. She goes, "Hey, they got a stripper here. Can I get a lap dance?" And I was oh. like, "Oh, have we, have we, should we have been calling each other before these lap dances?" <laughs> 
because I didn't know that we had to check in. Oh. I thought we was just like across the board we could get lap dances. Now I have to talk to Leanne. And she goes, she goes, well, I just thought I'd ask. I didn't want you to be upset. And I go, I'm not upset. You can get a lap dance. And I was like, I, you, I know you, and you're not going to like it. And she was like, I what? And I was like, trust me, you are not going to like it. Like, it's not what you think it is. We right? Oh, she called me like 30 seconds later. She's like, oh, my God. That was disgusting. He just was painting my face with his cock. And that's what they do. Male strippers are like, smack, 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 bitch. And like, it's a weird. I was a male stripper for, for a day once on a TV show, uh -huh. Bert, Bert. And it is, it is in crazy what women like in the bedroom versus what they like in a strip club. What they like in a strip club is to like be degraded yeah. and like, and like, you know, basically just smack your dick in their face. <laughs> I don't know. Like you never, Leanne would never like me to go whap, 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 whap. You ever tried it? I have, I okay, have, yeah. Okay, just checking. But like, like, so I, yeah, she didn't like it. But I, I've never connected lap dances. But at a certain age, but, what but, happened but for you, me? But you could relate to the fact that this thing about crossing the plane, right? Is for, we're both agreeing. We both have, and probably most men kind of have. I think. Yeah. I suspect that part of that could be even things like going to a strip club. Putting yourself yeah, in the situation. Yeah, no, there are guys. There are guys yeah. that I, that I think you see the side of them that would cheat when they go into a strip club oh like when i go into a strip club for me now it's mostly about having fun yeah and being around friends yeah. and like i i'll get i got last lap dance i got was a hilarious one was, your, do your daughters feel cool about this they don't know well i don't call my daughters like hey guess what i'm doing i'm just saying you talk very publicly about everything georgia, you do georgia, get your sister put her on speaker <laughs> hold on hold on this girl's name's georgia too hey georgia <laughs> talk to my daughter georgia no, I. I uh, By the way, they're becoming adults. I saw them at the uh, award ceremony. It's, it's. Uh, yeah. You're, you're, you're gonna get some new territory soon. I fucking. I, I'm. You ready? I don't see. I'm not like you and your wife. You and your wife were like, I'm ready for my kids to grow up. And get, get out. Get, yeah, get out. Yeah, I am yeah. not that. Oh. I don't want them to grow up. I don't want them. Well, to grow I, I up. was that way until they're about age five, and then I wanted the rest of the way to go. Oh, speed through. I see. I'm like bummed that Georgia wants to go to college, mm. out of state. Mm. I'm bummed that. Like I just I I do they give you shit about being a public person and yeah. affecting their yeah. oh yeah oh yeah like what uh, like I said um, I go hey you know we're doing I don't know I, I uh, whatever we're doing Red Rocks and I said yeah. why don't you guys fly to Red Rocks we'll look at a bunch of colleges around Colorado and I was like and we'll just we'll take my tour bus and we'll be comfortable and we don't have to drive we can really enjoy ourselves and Joe's just like no I'm not getting in your fucking tour bus and pulling up fucking colorado state <laughs> with your face on the side of it and i was like oh yeah i, I guess, guess that would right. be weird yeah and she and then you could almost feel her think she didn't say it but be like i don't even want you there yeah because like, yeah. all of a sudden it becomes about people recognizing no you. i i get that from my kids a lot yeah and you're like and you're like huh and and you don't want it to be that way at all you just want them to should be a dad at a, at a college yeah and it's I, not I, like you're creating it but they put it in your lap i was like don't worry i'll and like i said to leanne should like i'm not even joking i was like should i like shave my beard off like like really like just like shave like a goatee or something so that i don't look recognizable so that georgia can be a regular human being and yeah. go on a college campus as opposed to go on with me and then all of a sudden everyone's like oh shit the machine and then i'm like ah what's up and then they're like dude we're going to a bar tonight Ugh. you got it like i mean yeah. and i don't want that for Bring her your daughter like, she's like oh shit that's your daughter and then i'm like okay like that ha that's happened to her that's happened to her a bunch where it's all like some boys recognize me and then find out who she is oh. and then it's not they're they just, just 
it didn't work out well. I, I'm going to predict that when uh, they're adults, it can be strip clubs are going to be a little less comfortable for you. I suspect. Oh, it it stopped being comfortable when they were babies. Yeah, when they were baby. The last time I got a lap dance was when I two weeks ago. George, no, George, no, I, <laughs> I I got a lap dance. I got a lap dance in in Fort Wayne, Indiana, but it was a joke lap dance. It was okay. a fun one. Right. And then before this that, is the one was, that you would have been having sex. The that, last that one I got. One? No, the, that was at Christie's mm -hmm. in uh, in Cleveland, Ohio. Shout out to Christie's. It is a great. <laughs> great strip club okay. it is and that girl at christie's fuck yeah but i'll tell you how long ago that was that was in probably around 2007 hmm. to 2000 i know it was before my my comedy central special which i think was 2009 Georgia's 16 now georgia 16 georgia was maybe three, three. Hmm. and i that's when i stopped getting lap dances okay. i was like i was like no this is all i could see was that this the strippers were people too? Isn't that crazy? Well, I you know I, the last time no no but listen the last time it's one of the problems I have last time no no but listen last time I was in a strip club was my bachelor party, and I had half a dozen conversations with these women about their pap smears and their HPV oh and their cervical cancer and their leap procedures. I mean, every one of them wanted to, and I was like, wow, this is a okay. Um, Jesus. Speaking of uh, strange things, you wanted to talk a little bit about Army Hammer and Trevor Bauer and what? what yeah, yeah. I, I'm always curious about like, uh, like the Trevor Bauer thing. You don't know anything about that? I just there was a woman that did, got beat up and then looked back and went, "I didn't want that." Essentially, yeah. Because this, this is the problem if you're into aggressive stuff. I've never been into aggressive sex. I, I'm just saying, ever. If, if anyone who is good on you, but the problem is that you can the the threshold between hey, that's exciting and that's traumatizing, you may not know where that is. And certainly your partner may not know where that is. So you can easily be re-traumatized. And when they're re-traumatized, they're pissed. And they should be because it triggers horrible, horrible feelings. And I fear that that's something that happened here. Yeah, I well, I, you know, what's funny is I have a friend. Uh, I'll tell you who it is, but you got to bleep his name out. But bleep it out so that people can guess his name, okay? <laughs> his name is Ari Shearer. <laughs> And so, uh, but he, he, he's always been very open about liking rough sex. Mm. And, and I was, and when the Me Too thing started, I was like, hey man, how, how like you gotta like be careful. And he was like, no, I'm very open with my partner. I share it with them before. This is how I like to do it. But you know, this, this, and then, and then, but that's how it works. And I was like, oh, as a, as very like, okay. And he's way into that stuff. In rough sex, listen to some of the upcoming After Darks. And you'll really, hear, you'll hear a bit about it. Well, I remember my he, the first person. He I taught me something about my wife too, which I didn't know. What did he teach you? He said she's into that stuff too. For real? Did he not, get, gentlemen? How could he tell? I don't what? know. He yeah. he can tell who who is in and not. Wow. <laughs> hey, I want him to point. You know. Oh, never mind. And so, <laughs> well, I'll ask about Leanne. I'll oh, yeah, I want to have. He's better. Just ask him real quick. <laughs> Text him, somebody. <laughs> um, she. But I remember my buddy. One of my buddies one time when we first moved out to L.A., he hooked up with this chick and he had sex with her upstairs on my couch and I was downstairs and he came down the next morning. He was traumatized and he was like, he was like, I, I don't know what the fuck happened last night. And I go, What do you mean? And he was like, well, We were having sex and then she asked me to choke her. Oh yeah. And I was like, What? And I was like, You didn't do it, do you? Because I, I don't know if this sounds really uh, bumpkin-y, but like at Florida State, no one asked people to choke each other. Like that was not a thing. Like I don't remember. I never ever heard smacking someone on an ass cheek was like the biggest you could do. No, and you only did that for shows so you could tell your friends. And then I smacked her on the ass. I was like, who's your daddy? You know, or like something like that. But, and I was like, 
people like being choked? And he was like, I guess. He was like, I'll never fucking be around that girl again. He was like, it was a trap. It was a trap. That's what they do. They trap you. Uh-huh. I, I tried it a little bit, but I'm not going to do it. And, like, uh-huh. and you're like, oh, yeah. And then you, this Trevor Bauer thing, I'm sure this Trevor Bauer guy doesn't want anyone talking about this, but it is like, it doesn't look like, I, I, I don't know how punching someone in the face can even be construed as rough sex. You mean like, why it's included? In how's that included? How's that, sex, like, how's that or sexual? Or punching someone in the vagina? No, or I like, don't get it at all. I, I don't get much of any of it, frankly. I, see, okay, so so here's the deal. So yeah. I don't get it, and yeah. I, do, I don't get it, and I don't get people that are into it. Yeah. I don't understand but that. But we're not judging. I'm not judging. Yeah. Well, th- but that's, fact, but that's, that's where, why I bring it up. But that's where it comes back, Yeah. is that I don't get it, nor do I actually, nor, nor can I approve of it. Same with Army Hammer, right? The I want to eat your put whatever he says. Yeah. Uh, like I don't get it. Yeah, but it's a weird thing that other people that don't get it now throw them out and then shame them for the thing that they like. Right. By the way, the same people that are doing that are the ones to talk about how we're supposed to be accepting of all behaviors. Yeah. Like people, I feel terrible for the for I, the Trevor Bauer thing. Trevor is Bauer a thing different. is a little. But, but I mean, hard. I actually felt bad for him. And 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 if he has some issue, and I hope he gets treatment for it. But to be ostracized because somebody outed him for some weird sexual whatever well it seems like he got ostracized for a lot of things it seemed like he got ostracized because of his family his name oh well that is a bit is like is like all this added into one thing i I think you're right i think there's a lot of we people of privilege need to be knocked down as hard as possible and if they give you any ammunition for that we're taking it right it's it's so funny because instagram is set up to only for people to put out the best sides of themselves. Yeah. But then a celebrity accidentally shows you how big their house is during quarantine, like Ellen DeGeneres, and then they're like, fuck her. Yeah. Fuck her. I want to show you how big my house is, but fuck her for having a big house. Yeah. And it's this weird kind of shaming thing going on. And the yeah. Army Hammer one really kind of screwed me up because I was like, I, it didn't, I, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't read everything. I don't know all the details. Yeah, but... It did sound like it was something he was into, yeah. And and I have, or at friends. least talking about it, he was into it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, like, like I didn't, it didn't even sound like he did anything. Yeah, yeah. Just I want to eat your, yeah, whatever. It. I guess that turns him on. I, I, I yeah, whatever. I don't think he hurt and anybody. You don't get to pick what turns you on. Like well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what really turns me on, and I don't, I don't know why. Besides JD, besides well, obviously, <laughs> is uh, is um, I and I've told this to Leanne, but like uh, uh rubber cleaning gloves. Oh wow! Like the yellow, that's, it's like a foot yellow fetish. rubber that, cleaning gloves. That, that's what people. Fe- that's what people pull uh, them up, and, and I'll try not to get hard. I'll try not to throw. And up. by the way, there's not enough. There's not enough porns in there yellow rubber Look cleaning gloves. Well, you know what's interesting to me. So that fits with what we think happens with foot fetishes. That the little, uh, I have a foot fetish too. Keep going. Well, so the little kid is sort of by the mom's feet and is very highly aroused by being around mom, not in, a, in an intensive emotional way, not really in a sexual way per se, yeah. but that wiring turns into sexuality about age 12, 14, 12, 13. And so that intensity of mom and the gloves or the feet or what you're near when you're visually getting this material gets converted into kind of a, uh, a sexual arousal. I think, can I tell you where I think my base for the, yeah. Yeah. R- the yellow yeah. gloves is? I think superheroes could be like Wonder Woman. So Wonder Woman had Catwoman. Okay. Like any, all the superheroes had gloves yep. on. Yep. And I and it could because there. I also have a. I also had a thing for like any uh, bondage stuff or uh, quicksand. Oh, it's so funny. Yeah, we we talked about quicksand. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, but like, it's like those were my triggers. Where but they're I would all TV. See them. It's all stuff. Television, age eleven to fourteen. It, for all me. 
it was like Wonder Woman yeah. getting tied up or the yeah. boogaloos or like or like that like yeah. not the boogaloo. Is that, is that the this is what we ended up talking about last time. Yeah, and was, I, so it's I so I can't control that. I don't know why that happens to me, right? It happens to all males that between 11 and 14 the things that they find intensely arousing become preferences. So I told you last time. That's what worries me. They're now they're looking at porn and stuff, horrible stuff. And I, yeah. I what's gonna what's gonna be their preferences out of that? Because if you had porn, Wonder Woman's gloves wouldn't have been so interesting to you. You know what I mean? You had yeah. uh, you had other arousing images that would have superseded that. Oh my god! I just realized that. Yeah, if I had seen porn, yeah, then I, whoa, 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 that's crazy. So I was fine. I was looking for sexuality. Correct. And and you, I did. How about Genie? I dream of Genie. You know, that's where a lot of yeah, a lot of guys. That was the, a lot of t young teenagers. That was their thing. Or they just this was the image they could get. Oh my God! How beautiful and innocent, and how sad that we've lost that because now kids just see fucking, fucking just hardcore cream pies, <laughs> and they're like, that's my thing is watching and, cum drip out of a woman's <laughs> pussy. I don't know where and, it came and, from. And we don't know yet what the impact of that's going to be. We have no idea. Oh, my, my God. It seems like, by the way, one of the things that's happening, <laughs> it's creating a certain amount of aversion. You know, and maybe it's, all, maybe it's adding to all the gender stuff, too. Maybe it's adding to the gender confusion. Oh, you definitely know if you were bisexual now well, because also, you could watch everything. I've heard some w women, I've literally had them, and I'm not saying this is the cause of, uh, this is a source of uh, gender fluidity or anything. I'm just saying, I have heard this, that some women will say, that are now transgender, that they saw porn when they were 11 or 12. I don't, I don't want anything to do with that. I don't want to be a woman. I have to subject myself to that. <gasps> no way. I, I'm not a woman. I must not be a woman because I don't want to do that. Well, I, I, was, I was thinking the exact opposite. How cool would it be to not know anything about sex whatsoever, start clicking videos and find the shit you like and go, oh yeah, it turns out I'm gay. Like I like these porns the best. Because I look, I, I cannot watch... I, there's a part of me that is so old school that I go, I cannot watch, I can't watch <laughs> gay porn. Like just, I just can't. I just, I'm not, I'm, <laughs> I'm not cut from that cloth. Mm -hmm. Like I've seen it. I've, I can make jokes about it. Like it doesn't bother me. But like this, even if I'm like scrolling, 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 yeah. even in my most honest moments, I can't go. And nothing's turning me on. I'm like, I can't find anything. I cannot bring myself to go. So, Let's just check out the gay stuff, see if that does it. Even, no, like, I cannot do it. Just go click, click, and then go, fuck, that's working. All right, you know? <laughs> so I was, well, first of all, the images may shape what works, too. You know what I mean? What they find they like, they may go further downstream, and it might yeah. shape it, which is what worries me. Number one. Number two, I was part of a study once where they did functional MRIs on people looking at sexual imagery. And um, turns out I'm very interested in heterosexual images of pretty people. Um, but they also put male, men stuff up there too. And when I was in the scanner, it was a functional MRI scanner, I, I, the images would come up. I, I really didn't have any. I was like, eh, you know, oh, I see what they're doing. They give me and, and then I saw my brain in response to it. Huge threat response. Like threat, 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 like alarm, really? alarm. And I thought, wow, I, I had no conscious experience of that at all. Oh, I, I would do that MRI. I would love to find out what my brain thinks about that. That is, so it's, it's, well, you know what? You know, it's sort crazy? of an interesting. It's a, you know what it is. It's a great model for racism and sexism and all those things to understand that you could have these biases and really not be aware of it. So you got to pay attention. You know, I wonder. I, you know, I, the other day I was. I, 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 this is all based off of I couldn't find something to jack off to. I was just scrolling and scrolling and everything. 
I was like, I was like, I wish I could clean up my searches. Like I can't anything. There's certain things I can't, I just can't. It's sort of interesting to me that now people are being identified by, well, what do you search for? And when you do your well, porn? Well, no, well, that's the <laughs> what next do you look thing. for? Well, this is where the thought came from this Army Hammer thing okay. is like, what, what's what would gonna he look at? What's going to stop them from going, this is Burke Kreischer's Pornhub searches. And then all of a sudden it's like, whoa, what the fuck's up with this stepson, stepmother thing? Right. And I'm like, that's all that it comes up. Right. Like, that's all that comes up for me is right. stepmother, stepson, right. uh, sister, brother. Like, it's that's all that comes up in the things. And I can't, in good conscience, click on it because I don't want to see someone younger suck fucking someone older. Right. I want, and then I was like, and then, and then I realized that if anything that was a big black dick and a chick, I just clicked off immediately. I was like, no. Does that threaten you? And, well, I, I then said, hold on. What? Why what is, is that? that? What, what is, is that? Because yeah. it's, it's, I bet it's the same thing. This threat thing. Goes I, I guarantee, if you put yeah. me in that MRI, yeah. you'd see. But you know what it is? I think the porn industry is racist. I think they don't ever show loving black guy with white chick. They show black guy with white chick going, yeah, yes. like you say it, suck it, bitch. Like it's never like sweet and loving. It's this like aggression. fucking aggression. And I go, and then I was like, I was like, oh my god. So if that's what I'm seeing here. How much, how much other programming have they put into me? Oh, who knows? How, where is... Like, and once where they get is, a hold of AI, watch out, right? Dude, you have me at my most vulnerable. A great place to put information into an unwitting brain. My dick's hard, <laughs> right? I'm jerking off. I don't even realize information's going in. Right. I don't even realize you're doing this to me. And you got me every day for an hour. You got me going on your site. And I was like, this is fucking mind control at its finest. Does Leanne know it's every day for an hour? That's not an hour. It's fucking Does 10 Leanne, minutes probably. Does but Leanne know it's every day? No, I don't know if she knows that I jerk off the way I jerk off. Like, she doesn't know that like I, it's like I look at it like a treat. It's like a treat. Yeah, yeah. Where I go. Oh, you and treats again. Oh, Here we go. One of my best feelings. Treats. One of the greatest feelings in the world. Tell me if you, uh, you're not going to identify with this. <laughs> Nadav, have you ever been like, uh, have you ever, well, it, this is more a comic thing. Sometimes as a comic, you'll, you'll like get in the elevator, you'll hit the door. You're going up to your room, and all of a sudden, your brain will be like, "Hey, I haven't jacked off yet today." And you're like, "Oh, I got a treat coming a treat. my way." Yeah, it's, I get yeah. that. Oh, a little jack off session. <laughs> I, I mean, I, for me, it's if I'm on the road, it's once a day, hmm. easily. There's no reason not to. Are, are you feel alone, or just it's just I, a treat? I hope I'm alone. No, no. I mean, does it is it sad? <laughs> does it somehow respond? Are you trying no, to? No, just a treat. Just a treat. Yeah. Just a treat. I, there's no connection to it. Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. Yeah, but I, uh, the, and by the way, and this is back to the shaming part we were talking about, and why they shame people for this stuff. There's yeah. nothing wrong with any of this, right? Well, there it's shouldn't be shame. anything wrong with it. But then, then here's the deal, right? So the other day, uh, I'm on Pornhub, and it's um, young teen gets blasted or something, and I go, "No, I'm not. Yeah. I can't be a part of that." Yeah. By the way, I can't, I can't visualize that because I go, "That's got to be like just two years older than my kids." Yeah, yeah. And so, like, but then I thought, right? How? One time, uh, Leanne and I were and a, a friend were cleaning out the friend's boyfriend's apartment. Friends, he was out of town. boyfriends. So, okay, Leanne's best friend, 
her boyfriend was moving and we were going to help them move. He wasn't, he was out of town and he had a, he had a magazine that was called barely legal, oh. which by the way, was a very popular magazine yeah. at a point. And, uh, Leanne and her freaked out. Cause they were like, Oh my God, he's into kitty porn. And I was like, no, I wanted to defend him and be like, no, barely legal is like, it's just a branding. It's not. He, and then he, I didn't say anything because I was like, yeah, I was he like, may or like, may not be right. Yeah, and I, I was mean, like, I'm not going to say anything. It, it, does, does the girlfriend look a certain way? No, she does not look barely legal. Because oh, yeah. <laughs> I wanted, because sometimes she, she was barely fuckable, oh. in my opinion, Jeez, and intolerable. Now, now, yeah, uh, but my my point is, so just as quickly as I was going to defend him in that yeah. moment, and was like, hold on. I th- that's just the brand. It's, it's called Barely Legal. Obviously, they're all above age. You couldn't put out a magazine yeah. of underage but it's still, children. It's still weird that a guy has a preference. Of young Barely legal. And, but my, but, well, but it's all over to porn. No, you I type know. in I, porn, it's like young teen, young this. And you're like, and I then jumped on their side and was like, yeah. And that's kind of the weird thing that happens with, with kink shaming is like, what if they came up and they were like, yo, uh, Donald Trump, or not Donald Trump's a bad example, um, Arnold Schwarzenegger watched uh, a porn that said young teen gets fucked in frat house yeah. and everyone would be like whoa and they'd hate him and they and and i go that is accessible you can find that in people's phones people people's digital that's why i'm never fucking i don't know what i've googled online you know and and if someone they started finding that for you that you destroy every man i would pay money i would pay money to be able to see what people have searched for on the internet. There's got it. That's got to be the next the weirdest thing. stuff. That's got to be the next thing. North Korea wants to take us down? Well, in in a weird way, that's sort of what Christina does with TikTok, isn't it? Oh, and that's sort of her, you know, her brain at work going downstream of TikTok. It's not exactly an explicit word search, but you can see oh, where it ends up. Mine's just Puerto Rican guys getting their hair cut. That's <laughs> all I fucking saw. What? That's all I watch. Why? I have no fucking idea. I I've never even seen one boats, of those. Boats getting launched, boats in trouble. Um, uh, Puerto Rican guys getting their hair cut. It's so many, like they come in like chupacabra, like just fucking all over the place. And then you just watch them slowly clean them up. It's fucking, <laughs> it's erotic. How I mean, do they I can, know that you like my it? My phone knows it. You my must phone, just lie. You must, your eyes must stay on it. They, you know, they can even track where your eyes are going. My phone, my phone tells me shit that I don't need to know where I go. I go, I, that isn't like this morning I woke up and it's like, Joe Coy's dating Chelsea Handler. And I was like, how the fuck did you know I wanted to know that? I was like, yeah, well, you motherfucker. My phone was up all night last night going, wait, what would Bert? <gasps> Bert's going to love this. And then grabs it and then puts it in my first thing in my feed. And then I'm like, I should text Joe Coy and find out if it's true. And then I'm like, ah, I don't care. My phone did such a good job. <laughs> it is a weird time. It is in. crazy what you're, yeah, I have a and, show. And, have a I show? have a show called, that I used to do. I'm going to start doing it again. It's called Open Tabs, where I would, leave all the tabs open that I Googled throughout the weekend and then go live or just go through and close them and share with you what was interesting in that tab and what I learned in that That's tab. That's a great idea. And so I'm going to start doing it again. We, we have, you'll have a full discourse on caviar. Uh, I will tell you everything you need to know about caviar. <laughs> so, I will tell everything. But the, the, the one reason that will especially work is you're like Joe Rogan. You're curious. And so you'll... you'll my you curiosity just... here, I, I, I'll show you what was in my tabs. You'll get a kick out of my tabs. Um, on your phone? Yeah, hold on. Because it was, uh, let's see. What, uh, I'm, my brain, I'm like, I'm fucking slowing down, Drew. You're 47, 48. I'm like. Wait till you're my age. 
Do you know how old I am? Tomorrow? No. By the way? How old are you? Yes. Tomorrow. Fifty-six. Sixty-three. What? Oh, I get to look like that at 60? If I just stopped drinking, I could look like you? Mm -hmm. I'll do it. <laughs> I'll do it. Uh, uh, I, I spent a good bit of... I've, I watched... Oh, this is all fucking super telling. <laughs> this maybe isn't the right time to share these. <laughs> No, because I because I don't know certain things. I don't like. I'm gonna say stuff and then it has to be like family or something. No, no, no. Uh, fucking Larry Elder's. I'm curious about him because oh, oh. everyone's like. I just was like, oh, vote for Larry Elder's, and I was like, I don't know anything about Larry Elder's at all. And then I listened to this great speech he gave about uh, about um, about his dad and him and him his dad having a fight. What is your book about? Yeah, uh, it's a I, my daughter. And I wrote a book. I'm just gonna give it to Bert. Your you daughter go. and you? I, th yeah. Leanne needs this for your daughters. Oh, me and my daughters will never write a book. I'd be shocked <laughs> if we read a book. My daughter went to Columbia and got a writing degree and all this stuff. And they started talking about doing a book on consent. And I said, well, you want to have a young person here. My daughter's a writer. Let's bring her in and do it. And it turned out pretty good. There's a book about consent? Consent and about boundaries and about all the questions that sort of 15 to 18-year-olds have. Are there pictures? No pictures. <laughs> it's not It's not a sex book so much because those are all out there. You know, we just sort of like trying to help people. Gender expression. Naming is cla claiming. Gender is complicated. It is. It is, right. So oh, I wish I had my glasses on. So, I can anyway, only read the fucking chapters. Anyway, let, let, give it to Leanne or your, your girls. I'm going to give it to my girls. Yeah. George is yeah. a big writer. Yeah, well, tell her that I, that I would appreciate her feedback even. Uh, so I would love it. Georgia's a fucking hardcore. Smart. She's, yeah, she's like, yeah. I, I made. Uh, it's funny, I can see smart on people and I, I could see it on her, you know. Yeah. You should have seen her at that fucking party. I did. Just processing. At, at your party? Yeah, yeah. yeah processing my friends and being like, of course you're friends with this guy. And I was like, judgmental. Though she got, yeah, she got in the car. <laughs> one of my, one of my really good friends who she had never met, she meets. And then, she, and then he, I, as I introduce him, I realize the things I like about him are the things she dislikes about me, and I'm watching this happening. And then she's like this, <laughs> and looking at me. And then she, he walks away, and she goes, "Of course you like that guy." <laughs> and I go, "Why?" And she goes, "Did he vote for Trump?" I go, "He actually did." <laughs> she was like, "Oh yeah, you and him must have a fucking." Let me guess, do you guys get wasted and stay up till two in the morning? And I was like, oh, "About four, but yeah." <laughs> She uh, is going to go to one of the schools that my kids went to. I'm sure of this. I wish I could. I wish I could pick her school for her. I told. I already decided. I will be the dad. Whatever school she goes to, I'm covering myself head to toe in that gear. I will be supporting that college. Yeah, it's fun. I will. And I, I. And then I was like, and then my brain's like, I really hope she goes to a Boulder. I wanted to go to Boulder so bad. Really? Yeah. So bad. Does she look east east? No, she no, she doesn't want to go. She doesn't know anything about the world, yeah. and so she says things like, "I don't want to go to a Florida school." And I was like, "Why?" And she's like, "Cause you know what they're like." And I was oh. like, "They're fucking amazing." <laughs> I was like, "You're you're, you're being small minded." Like, she's like, "I don't want to go to one of those big party schools." And I was like, Dude, "Hold on, they're fun as fucking." She needs shit. to talk to me about. Small yeah, school. I got to talk to her about small schools because well, I know a lot about them. She wants to. I went there. All my kids went to them. So yeah, and so we're going to look at colleges. We're putting the hard sell on colleges. Go right have now. a look at Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt's awesome. Nice. I, uh, good luck with this child, Drew. Okay, I'll let me talk to her. Me talk I, to her. I mean, I, it's fucking, I get told, she told me the other day I had a joke, and she goes, you're not telling that on stage. And I was like, no, I am. And she goes, no, you're not. <laughs> and I was like, why? And she goes, because then I 
get the fucking kids that come up to me and like, hey, your dad's fucking, see what your dad said? And I'm like, it, it doesn't go. She goes, no, it goes directly back to me. And I was like, oh, maybe I'll just try to rework it. Yeah, when I, whenever I get shit, in one, one of the shit storms, whenever I get into one, oh, it comes is, to your kids. They start, de- they get death threats and stuff too. They come, horrible stuff gets through to them. Oh, then maybe I won't tell that joke. So, <laughs> it, it's really, people are awful. <laughs> What did you want to ask about oh, China? My, okay, China. last two things. China. We can do a little bit over 130, right? Yeah, yeah, whatever. Okay. Um, China is the other thing I've learned about. They are going to run the fucking world. They already do. They, we better fucking watch out. We've been sleeping too long. Do you know what they just did today? Mm. They outlawed uh, effeminate men on television. Wow. They got rid, type that in. Uh, Google or Carlos Carlos wow (laughs) I think something's wrong with my brain Carlos (laughs) Carlos Nadav that's his new nickname (laughs) Carlos let's go come on Carlos Carlos I'm fucking (laughs) oh god uh yeah there it is effeminate men campaign to tighten social control see this is China in and of itself is not the problem the problem is that they can do shit like this. They do shit like this. Yeah. They've allowed children three hours of internet time. On the weekends. On the weekends. No, that's for gaming. They can go on the internet, but for gaming, three hours on the weekend. And it, and and they are, I mean, the way they fucking run their country is yeah. just insane. Do you know that you got you to gotta sign up for a lottery to get a car? And then if you get a car, it's it's got to be electric. Like there's there's so many fucking... People are that their pollution's through the fucking roof. Yeah, so it's like, and, and it's just it's so tightly controlled. It's like California, and you go around the rest of the world, and like when we were in Serbia, I was like, God, this fucking interstate seems different than the other ones. And I'm like, Oh, China's building it. Well, that's like, what they do. Is they this is the part that's insidious. I, I read some articles about this where they they go in, they befriend local leaders, they build them some infrastructure, so they're indebted to them. They bring their children over and maybe in marry with some of the local people. So now you have family embedded there, and now you're, you're in. Now you got. Now you got it. We can't. We'll never be able to beat China. With I don't. The think mentality so. of America. We're split on COVID. Yeah. Fucking vaccinations. Yes. And fucking China's just like eating our lives. They love yeah. this. Hey, we poked them while they slept. They're good. <laughs> like, well, they don't want us to go away because they need our markets and all that stuff. They need us to buy their shit. Oh, good. But, but they don't want us to be anything in the world. And here's, and the, we're, we're, we're falling right in. We're falling right in line. I, it, so far, so good, everybody. How we like it so far is good. It's, I it's mean, crazy. What, like they, they could, they're, do you know they have one time zone? Really? It's crazy. They, they, how fucked up is that? Yeah. That they went, yeah, 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 we'll just all go on the same watch. Is yeah. everyone cool with that? And they're like, yeah, there's five different they, times. They don't, they don't ask. They don't cool. ask. They just, Can you we're imagine doing. how fucking crazy that is mm-hmm. that they just all... Listen, when the, when the Wuhan outbreak occurred and they had all those all those things they did that our press decided we should do, that wasn't medical. That was just face-saving for the government leaders. They, really? They, oh my God! There's nothing. There's no medical textbook that says roll down the streets with chloride-containing trucks. And what was that? It was just so the leader could go see what I did. I I did. I took care of. Really? It. Oh, absolutely. That was not medical. And then, well, that's what. That's why I went so crazy when people were like, "We got to do that. We got to do." That. I'm like, just. I was like, at the time, I just listened to Fauci. Just listen to Fauci. Just do what he tells you. Just yeah. Sh- shut up on the press. Shut up. And it, the shit storm ensued for me. I mean, China is fucking. No joke. Yeah. It's like all those Asian countries, when you start hearing about like, you know, I had a, this is going to sound 
horrific. Here we go. But like I, I got really into Kim Jong Un mm-hmm. and and that whole family mm-hmm. and like and just how that all kind of happened. And then at one point, I found myself going, technically, the North Korean people are to blame for him oppressing them mm-hmm. because if he at any time lightens up they're just gonna kill him in the most horrific way right like they're gonna go oh wait we got a little freedom let's fucking get rid of this guy well that's so he's got to oppress them just to stay alive just to stay alive he's got to fucking be the worst human being alive humans generally turn on oppressively not oppressive leaders but um leader where too much power is concentrated like whether we're in a tribe or whether we're in a country humans have a tendency to scapegoat and kill people that they put in power yeah. We do that. That's a common thing. Gaddafi. Mm-hmm. By the way, I'm saying his name right for the first time in my entire life. Mm-hmm. You're I cool. just there's a great podcast. Have you listened to the podcast um The Dictators? No. <sighs> oh, I think I did once. Yes, yes. Oh yeah. it's so good. Yeah. It's I think I would have been a good dictator. I tell you what, I would have been a great, I would have been a great dictator's child. Oh my god, you would have been the best. Fucking yeah. Just a king's child. (laughs) Like no responsibility, just like answer to the guy that is two steps behind below my dad. And he's like, oh, we've got another problem with your son. Prince of Fredonia. Is it a dead dead person in his car again? Not this time. (laughs) He went into the zoo and kidnapped it. What what accent am I doing? Remember, uh, you you watch, uh, what's that? uh, What's the movie? The shit. The TV series about succession. Succession. You watched that movie? Oh, it's Wait, a good, good series. What's what Succession? I know that. It's it's a it's a, a business leader who has a bunch oh, of kids. Oh no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he ends up one of them has a dead person in his car. Oh, I definitely <laughs> could. It's good movie. Good series. Very. Good. I remember when I was in college, they were like, "What do you want to be when you grow up?" And I said, "An heir." <laughs> and they were like, "Are you going to inherit money?" And I was like, "I hope so." Oh. I wanted to inherit money so bad. Like I didn't. I didn't, I had no frame of reference for work in a weird way your life turned out better than just being an heir i know and you know it's what like, can i tell like you that that the person that gave that to me was the one that i thought if i was going to inherit money it would be from him yeah and he was like i remember it was my uncle jerry he was the best thing that ever happened to me him and my dad are like really close yeah um but they were really close in like me deciding to go off and do what i did and my uncle jerry was like um move to new york and in three months, if this comedy thing hasn't worked out, give me a call. I'll see what I can do. And meaning like he'd get me a job at one of his companies. Yeah. And I was like, okay. So I gave it three months. I gave him a call and I was like, I was like, yeah. I was like, I don't know. I'm still going to pursue comedy, but I, you know, it's been three months. And he goes, tell you what, work a little bit harder. Give it another three months. And I was like, okay. So I worked a little harder. And then and three months later, I remember he came up to New York and I was like, you know, I don't know. This, it's just not really popping the way I thought it would. And he goes, give it another three months. And I go, Jerry, I gave it like six months. And he goes, and you're going to keep giving it three months and then another three months until uh-huh. it fucking happens because that's how you get things. Huh. You just keep working. Uh-huh. And I went, oh. And then I remember I got my first deal. I moved out to LA. I had a TV show. And I called my Uncle Jerry and I was like, hey, thanks for never giving me the easy way out. And he was like, I could not have gotten you a job at any of my <laughs> companies. <laughs> he was like, you are not qualified for anything. <laughs> you better was like, stay he was with like, company. What the fuck? He was like, he goes, you thought I was going to give you a job? And I was like, yeah, right? Oh and he was like, god. never. Oh, God. That's never funny. in a million years, man. You work for me. <laughs> and I go, don't you own like a hat company in Honduras? And he was like, you wanted a job at a hat company? And I was like, yeah, he had like a hat factory or something. And I was like, I can make fucking Panama hats and smoke cigars all day. <laughs> 
Well, congratulations. Because um, because what's it's better than being an heir is doing something you love and having fun at it, oh. and and the and the stuff flows towards you anyway. I yeah. love. Okay, last thing. Okay. So I have acquired what we like to call mushrooms, boutique mushrooms. Okay. Now I haven't done mushrooms in a very long time, but these are psilocybin containing mushrooms. Psilocybin containing mushrooms, and they're really they're like the the high end ones that are going around where like they're strong. They're, no, no, no. They're meaning they're they're very. They're very pure. It's Clean. not like the shit someone just are selling yeah. me a bag of fucking Got mushrooms. It. And so, um, and they're dosed out in chocolate bars. Okay. And so, uh, I had such a fear of death leading up that everyone witnessed on this podcast. Up to the, uh, up, up to the surgery. So up to the surgery that I came out and I saw this documentary on Netflix called like the magic mushrooms yeah. or, yeah. uh, and it's I, very good for dread life, end of life dread. Very and, good. And, and so I, 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 that day I just got mushrooms and I was like, I'm going to take mushrooms and I'm going to try to solve this dread of death. Did you do it? I haven't, I've just, I'm getting them today. Oh yeah. Um, and I was going to take them to Red Rocks. Th there is, uh, and I was going to watch, I was going to eat them at Jimmy it, Buffett, it, but it, it, here's the, here's my concern is some of it needs to be sort of guided. Usually the, the literature is kind of mixed, but you got to have somebody kind of guiding you. Right, oh, uh, you got a therapeutic context. You don't have to. You don't have to, but but that improves it. Yeah, generally. And if you're just taking a big dose, it can actually change a lot about you. Even sometimes, uh, so it might be if you're taking a big enough dose to get rid of the dread. It might now. If you're really at the end of life, who gives a fuck? Yeah, right. Let it do that to you. As long as you don't have the dread of end of life stuff, it's only going to be. Oh, I just got panic right then as you said that. I don't want it to change me. Right, like the and last time I maybe, took them, maybe you. Oh, you've taken them before and been okay. I've taken them. No, I've yeah. taken them. I've taken them. I'm, I don't know if I'm yeah. okay. Yeah, but <laughs> I don't. I really, honestly, don't know if I'm okay yeah. from it. But, um, but I've taken them. I've I've always had fun on them. Yeah. Whereas like just and I've taken Laughing. very light yeah. doses where yeah. you just have a good time. And then the last time I took them, I took them on. I didn't take them on accident, but I took them on accident, kind of. Yeah. Is we were at <laughs> we have four shows at the uh, we had. We were playing in the Dallas at the Dallas Funny Bone, the Addison Funny Bone, and it was a Saturday, and it was right before the Late Show on Saturday. Now, what I didn't know is we had three shows on Saturday. Mm. I thought we had two, Oof. and the person I was with, I won't say his name, but I want to so bad, <laughs> but I won't say his name. Uh, said, "Let's all eat mushrooms." And so we all ate mushrooms before the shows. Before the before the second show. Oh. And we got done, and I was like, cool, let's go party. And they're like, oh, we have one more show. Oh. And I was like, hold on one second. I didn't know we had one more show. Oh. And all of a sudden, the mushrooms kicked in when I was on stage for the late show, and the candles were waving really aggressively. And I got done, and I thought to myself, um, I thought, what if I broke my brain? Mm. Like, I still have two little girls. They're, by the way, they were like five and three at the time, maybe even younger. Mm. And I was like, I still have two little girls that I need to take care yeah. of and I haven't set yeah. up a, and if I fucked my brain up then how yeah. the fuck and so, I had such a panic attack so, so here's the deal it, it, mushrooms usually are fine the, the, it, LSD it's a different thing There's I've seen lots of disasters from that mushrooms I'm, it's usually fine yeah. the question is A do you have to have a guided experience and B can you take enough to really get rid of the dread and not change other things yeah so be careful I was thinking I was going to do like, I was going to microdose and then build my way up from there throughout the night. I wouldn't even, well, I don't know what that means. You know what I mean? There's no, there's no, I don't know what it means either. Yeah, there's no, there's no, <laughs> I mean, by the way, I'm the, I'm the doctor in this, in this, uh, yeah, you are surgery. And, and so I'm the anesthesiologist. Maybe do one of your deep dives and see what, uh, see what they suggest. But I, I, 
I just worry about what's downstream from it always. If you're doing enough to have a, a change, you're talking about changing your brain, right? You want to change the anxiety and the dread. Oh, and yeah, yeah. So, oh, yeah, yeah. So, oh, I didn't think about that. Yeah. And so again, if, I, if, you're, if your life is ending and you change your brain, who, who gives a shit? Yeah. Right? That, that's why you, it's, I, personally, I would take a huge dose at end of life. I would definitely do that for sure. Yeah. Even, change it, who cares? Who cares? I'm going to be changing in a few weeks anyway. Oh, right? God <laughs> damn it. <laughs> So, <laughs> that's not my that's not my fucking that's exactly what my anxiety i don't need what oh fuck who cares i'm changing anyway <laughs> you're the last person i need to fucking see before well, I, I you know one thing i realized when i got into internal medicine it, it everything comes back i don't to know the, if i want to hear this everybody everything goes back to the internist when it's time to die oh when, okay when all, the, when all the specialists are done and everybody's done then they go oh you go see a regular doctor and he'll finish this off you know, we, can, we have nothing else to offer and that was a daily thing for never, you know. And so I've seen lots of death. I've kind of, it's a very, it's a very definite reality once you you get used to it. It's it's a it's a it's just like as definite as birth. It's sort of a th part of life. And the fact that we hide it. <laughs> this has been a great episode I've of Two Bears One Cave. I've never seen you do that. It's like Willy Wonka with the little flute. Like I'm, I'm out of here. Uh, so. It it uh, it can be as gracious and as as uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, sort of. Um, it it can be as much of a celebration as birth can be. It can be. Yeah, no, I'm telling you, you may not like it. Yeah, no, no, I'm like definitely it. not gonna like it. But, but, I, I, and I think... by the way, you take some of the advice we talked about here today, and that won't happen for a long, 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 long time. Move to but China, take burned, some mushrooms. You'll be burned out and tired by then. You're ready to go anyway. So. Uh, hey, this is thanks hey, the for good doing news this. Is, thanks for doing this. The good news is the reason you feel that way is you love life so much. And I love, love life too and much. And you love people and you love partying and you love all the stuff you get to do. So congratulations. I'm glad you get to do that. So that's the good side. I'm partying tonight. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I wouldn't be shocked if I started early. I got my mushrooms delivered at 1230. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, we'll see uh, who you are on the other side. Well, I'll see you guys after Red Rocks. Maybe it'll be the same Bert or a different Bert. <laughs> Uh, Drew, thanks for doing this. I appreciate oh, I it. I love this so much. It's I have so much fun anytime, talking to you. Anytime. We, we could talk for hours. Let me, let me come do your podcast. We'll talk some yeah, more. Yeah, I do. I got that. a new podcast studio. You come by to see the new house. Oh, yes, I'd yeah, love to I'd do love that. that. So, we'll have, we, maybe okay. we'll have you guys over for I'm actually, I'm actually going to France tomorrow. For, uh, for two weeks, yeah. I've been working really hard on getting fluent in French, so I'm, I'm like pretty good now. Are you, what are you doing? Just going to party? Uh, we had some friends that were going. When I was sick with COVID, I was lying there going, this is ridiculous. I can be completely checked out and miserable. I can just check out and go do something fun too. So yeah. it's sort of my weird thinking ahead. So we went to Greece and now we're going to France and some friends of ours were there and they said, you want to come? I said, yes, we'll come there. We'll come. We'll do it. So that's a, oh, sort of mode I'm in right now. Enjoy France. Yeah, yeah. So when we get back, dinner. Yeah. When, I will bug when you. you get back. I will bug you. Let's do it. Okay. Awesome. Thank Anybody you so bug much. Bug Leanne or bug you? Bug Leanne. Okay, right. Good. I got a new phone <laughs> number. Have you got my new phone number yet? No. no. Uh, it's interesting. You get, to, you get to pass it. Nadav, you got my new phone number, right? Carlos, you mean? Carlos. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, my mushrooms guy's texting me. Oh, good. All right, I gotta go. All right, love you. See ya. Bye. Bert and Tom, Tom and Bert. One goes topless while the other wears a shirt. Tom tells stories and Bert's the machine. There's not a chance in hell that they'll keep it clean. Here's what we call Two Bears, One Cave. No scripts, a bit of booze, amateur fartology. Dirty jokes, raunchy humor, no apologies. Here's what we call 